in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other, one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh- Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. It is the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And yes, we're coming to you live from the Ingalls studio. And you can see us in the Ingalls studio on YouTube each and every time that we are live here on ESPN Asheville. Just go to the sportsocracy.com, click on the live video link, subscribe to the channel, and you can get into the chat with us. Get all those alerts when we go live. And today is a Power Rankings Tuesday. Ta-da! And it is the week of Christmas. So I I, I, be, I believe Jeremy has cooked up a Christmas gift by way of a draft pick for every team that should be focused on the draft right now. Uh, yeah, if you're not in the playoff chase, uh, I'm, I'm going to give you somebody that you should be targeting. Maybe not your first-round pick. Well, because some of you like last night's Baker Mayfield LA Rams don't have one of those. Oh, jeez. They're not good. No. Uh, yeah, that Baker Mayfield thing. How, how'd that work out? <laughs> Just like well, we was all that expected. was that fun for uh, uh, for a minute. How many teams have to do this with Baker Mayfield before we all go? Oh yeah. Oh no, he sucks again. Like, do we do this with eight teams before they look around the league and go, "Oh, he's Brandon Whedon with a slightly more identifiable name, mm-hmm. and who won't reach AARP quite as early." Because that's really the only difference. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I thought it was baffling that so many people were on that after the, you know, the big comeback win on Monday Night Football. Well, last I missed week. the, like, I missed the line because I thought it was going to be higher scoring. What I didn't take into account is that Baker Mayfield doesn't score well. He he doesn't do that so good. And I'm going to say this, and you're going to tell me I'm crazy, and I won't be shocked if the two wildcard teams that are not the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. are the Detroit Lions and the Green Bay Packers. Really? Tell me I'm crazy. You can say I'm seeing something that's not really there. I saw a more invested Aaron Rodgers last night than I have seen all year long, and it wasn't even close. But was that because they were playing the LA Rams? No, it's, it's coming off. It, 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 you're now at the point of where they should have been in week one because you got the rapport of Christian Watson. He's always had the rapport of Romeo dubs seeing him out there last night was an, oh, that was enough. That offense is scary. And you mark my words. I will be taking them against the Miami dolphins this weekend. Ooh. I promise you. Ooh. And don't care that that game's being played in Miami. Don't care. I don't care if they played on the moon. That Miami defense is not good. So Aaron Rodgers has found a stroke here, and Jeremy thinks they can make the playoffs uh, over the Detroit Lions. Well, I said the Detroit Lions. Oh. That was the other two wild. That was the oh, other wild oh, card oh. team. No, I'm talking about over the Washington Commanders and over the New York Giants. Okay, because the Washington schedule is not pretty, and the Giants are bad, 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 but bad, bad. 
Because we have figured you out. Okay. All right. So both the NFC North teams would make the playoffs in that scenario. And yeah, I can't I can't get there with you. I can't get wild and crazy over a win over the LA Rams. It's just It's not the win over the Rams. It's how the team looked. Mm-hmm. Was watching this team going, this was never in doubt. I don't care who the team is. I don't care how bad they are. You physically dominated an NFL team. And that is not something I could have said for you, I don't know, a month ago. I think the overarching uh, takeaway from the game that I have seen from others is the defense finally showed up, which is which is great. But, I mean, Preston Smith had a couple of sacks in the game. But I just don't know. I, I, I mean, it was the L.A. Rams. I'm going to have to see you do it against the Miami Dolphins before I will believe that you can make any push for the playoffs here. You stayed alive mathematically. Mm-hmm. Unlike the LA Rams, who were the who who now become what the fifth team officially eliminated. Bye Rams. Bye bye. Bye bye. You feel like there should be more teams mathematically eliminated by now? No, no, no. Because there's a handful of teams in the NFL that are just pure dog water and a few that are really good and everybody else is the same wearing a different jersey yep it's gonna be really good it's gonna be really bad last night the uh, green bay packers getting the 24 to 12 win over the la rams it's time for the opening drive jeremy green always helps when you hit the right button always helps yes sir gotta love having a bunch of buttons And the opening drive always brought to you by Fred Anderson at Nissan of Asheville, 629 Brevard Road. Don't forget, you're in the market for a vehicle. Go to Fred Anderson Nissan. Tell them the sportsocracy sent you. They'll give you $250 bonus on top of whatever your trade-in is worth. Uh, I am currently in a fully loaded Nissan Murano that I got to experience a whole lot of because apparently the DOT decided let's just shut down all of 26. <laughs> Six days before Christmas. Let's just shut it all down. I guess, who could possibly be driving on that? Well, they, they've been out to the mall like I have, and they realize, well, nobody goes shopping anymore. So no, this because they're matter. visiting their families, which it just so happens that mine, I have to go down that particular area of unborn hell that is I-26. Right. Coming up from the Hendersonville area last night, apparently all the exits were closed. Took me almost two hours to get home from Hendersonville. That's insane. I was so angry by the time I got home. Now, the good thing is that I was in a very comfortable car from Fred Anderson Nissan that has heated seats, heated steering wheel, all the nice audio. So the only thing that kept Jeremy from going postal last night on the highway was the fact that he's in such a comfortable Brand new Nissan Murano. Correct. If you were on Brevard Road last night, that Murano may very well have saved your life because <laughs> I was angry. Uh, 629 Brevard Road, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Yes, we've got... Uh, we got our first one of these of the day, too. Oh. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Curtis Davis, one of our good Georgia's Grove fans. You're going to really like where your team uh, sits. I guarantee it. Said so, so it's going to be Jeremy Green versus Colin Cowherd because he bet a backwards-wearing hat for an hour live on his show that Miami would destroy Green Bay. I'll take it. I'll take it for whatever you want. I don't care. But you always wear your hat backwards. Uh, I'll wear it forwards then. I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Throw it out in the chat. What do I have to do if Miami loses? Right. 
Or if Miami if wins. If Miami wins. Yeah. I, again, I'm not buying the Green Bay Packers. Yes, they won last night. Yes, they stayed alive. Yes, they looked better than they have all season long. Uh, before but, we get before we get into the power rankings, if you're in our YouTube chat, over the course of this three hours, we're going to be picking our first round of the Mary – was it Mary Madness? Mary Madness. Picking the best Christmas movie of all time. Yes. And we'll be starting with a one seed. A Christmas story against Fat Man. No. Oh, I actually right. think this could be closer than people think. Yeah, well, it shouldn't be. It, it should be because the Christmas story is awful. Nah, not even kind of. Um, but Fat Man was a very, I mean, this is this is an upstart eight seed. Fat Man was a very good movie. Mel Gibson starring as Santa Claus. And it's very violent, very dark. But, of course, it's got the Christmas happy ending. A Christmas Carol, Jeremy says, is the worst ever, a which Christmas we all story. know. Don't or, confuse or excuse those. me, a Christmas story. Huh. Jeremy says it's one of the worst ever. We all know. Top that's five not worst true. movies it's of all top time. Top five Christmas movie, not even close. Top five worst movie, period. Not Christmas movie, not any kind of movie. Top five worst movie of all time. Stop that. It's it's a Christmas story, Elf, Jason X. Um, yeah, it's really those three. That's the three worst movies I've ever seen. Jason X. Jason X, awful. Is that the one where he goes to space? Yes, and he mutates with the ship and turns into a metal serial killer of violence and anger. So awesome. So awesome. So, yes, uh, we were we were not able to get that up on the social medias last night, so we're going to do every, uh, every matchup live on the show today, and you need to vote on YouTube.com slash The Sportocracy. Uh, yes, the, the further rounds will, will be on social media, but apparently Meta can't house 16 graphics at once. <laughs> Ask me how I know. Uh, so, anyway, uh, first matchup of the day, one seed versus an eight seed in the Santa Claus bracket. A Christmas Story versus Fat Man. Get your votes in now. Um, we got all kinds of things going on. Uh, you heard at the top of the hour in the Sports Center update the breaking news out of the NBA. Looks like Matt Ishbia is going to be buying the Phoenix Suns from Robert Sarver for Whoa. $4 billion. That's the same amount that the Walton family just paid for the Denver Broncos. Who got the better deal? Uh, the, the Waltons. Yeah, I will never understand why rich people want NBA teams. I yeah. can't figure that out for the life of me. Yeah, $4 billion. Uh, but, you know, it may, may be good for the Phoenix Suns. They need to they need to wipe the uh, Robert Sarver thing away and move on, much like the Washington Commanders need to do. And we hear, according to clo- sources close to the, to the goings-on there, the opening bidding ends at the end of this week. So the commanders, for whatever minority or uh, oh, no, majority it's a, it's a majority. or wholesale, it will be the wholesale, whatever it is, the sources close to those uh, those dealings says end of the week is the initial round, the close of the initial round of bidding for the Washington Commanders. So with the Phoenix Suns going for four bills, uh, what what do the Washington Commanders get? Well, the bidding started Eight. at seven. Oh, it started at seven with no stadium, because that stadium is a dump. I would say it probably ends somewhere in the seven and a half to eight range. Mm-hmm. Two one, Mister Amazon Jeff Bezos himself. 
Uh, we got some updates on some other news stories coming for you later on in the program. We'll get to uh, all of your favorites just a bit outside. Weird and, of course, the crimes coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. But it is Power Rankings Tuesday. And as always, we start at the bottom of the league. Good. Let the hate flow through you. At number 32 this week. The Houston Texans. Yeah, well, I mean, you got one win on the season. You did play close with the Cowboys last week. You took the uh, Kansas City Chiefs to overtime this past week, but you that still, and a dollar, that and one U.S. dollar will get you a cup. Right, you still have one win on the season. Uh, the best possible outcome for the Houston Texans is that you take Bryce Young at one. I now see no way that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Short of Will Levis goes to the combine and flies, and I don't mean runs a four or five no, like superman I mean, physically right. sprouts wings and flies around indianapolis short of that bryce young's going one right that's not really the part i'm leaning on the receivers in this class are getting pushed down and look the chris moore thing is cute the nico collins thing is cute whatever you're going to do with brandon cooks all of these things are cute the best thing that could possibly happen is that tcu wide receiver quentin johnson falls to you with that cleveland browns pick So if you're a Houston Texan fan, you should be adamantly rooting for you to continue doing exactly what it is that you're doing. You don't have to root too hard for that because I don't think you really have another path to doing anything else. Right. And you want Cleveland to start losing. Right. Make the games interesting all you want to. But in the end, just lose, baby. Just lose. That's, That's what you want. Yes. Because once you get past Quentin Johnston, there is no real consensus on who's next. Jackson Smith and Jigba, there's a team in this league that has a third-round grade on him. Mm-hmm. It has been set in this ear hole right here directly to me. Yes, after the little the the, the, the opt-out stunt he's pulled with his college football playoff. The there. opt-out was part of it. The, the, the body frame is part of it. There's a lot of things that are part of it. But it gets very Jordan Addison, Josh Downs. These are all great players. I was gonna say they're all that, slot guys. Yeah, I was going to say that's not horrible. It, it, it gets very slotty. Uh, in a hurry if you're looking for a receiver which the houston texans are mm-hmm. jalen hyatt would he uh would that <sighs> they, be just I, I astronomically a, too high uh 13's too high but i mean i get varying grades on jalen hyatt i know where i have him which is a i, I have a, a beginning of the second round grade on him but then again i have to say this every single year i don't have 32 first round grades yep. so somebody in the second round grade is gonna go in the first that's how it works all right there's your little nibble of the apple for this week's week 16 power rankings in the nfl number 32 the houston texans coming up next you just might see a team with some well a horsey for a mascot Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years. But the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828-365-1663. Losing 90 pounds in one year is something that you can do with PhD weight loss program. PhD helped me change my life. Turn it all around in just one year. And now's the time to make your plan for the upcoming year. You got weight loss on your mind. Maybe you should go to my I did not have copious amount of weight to lose. I had always just been a little husky. 
those fun buzzwords that we use for people that are just a little doughy. Just under a year on this plan, I'm back to my high school weight. All of my knee pain, back pain is gone, and I'm sleeping like a baby. And it's thanks to the planning program of PhD Weight Loss. They will give you the plan, give you the steps for success. All you got to do is follow it. It's very easy, very convenient. You have no excuse not to check them out. One of the best things about the program is that they have a support system unlike any other out there. They're with you every step of the way to encourage you along your journey. At MyPhDWeightLoss.com. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. The Sportsocracy. I saw song. I saw. Week 16 power rankings on a power rankings Tuesday. It is Christmas week, and cousin Colin Green just throwing out some memberships like it's Christmas or something. Wrong, Colin. Oh, is it not? Nope. Is it not Colin Green? Nope. Oh, my bad. Well, Colin, just Colin. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate all these things right here around the holidays. Uh, and at the end of the week, we have a gift for you that you will be able to use in the new year. Nice. That has been making me want to pull my mullet out at the root since about 8 o'clock this morning. Uh, Eric Eric Bradley was gifted the uh, membership by Colin, and then, and then he gave another one. So it's just handing out, like, you get a membership, you get a membership. Everybody gets a membership today uh, from Colin Claus. So uh, thank you for that in the YouTube chat. Uh, we also have our first winner. <sighs> stupid Christmas story. Of course it's a Christmas story. It's a stupid Christmas story. That would be so awful. Nothing beats the leg lamp. The leg lamp. Oh, uh, the leg lamp's stupid. It's so awful. It's so stupid. Why are you so surly? I, I'm not surly at all. That movie's just dumb. Uh, uh, okay. Jeremy says he's not surly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm always surly. That's but. exactly what I was saying. All right, so we've got our first advance in the Merry Madness tournament, trying to find out the all-time greatest Christmas movie, and it is A Christmas Story, handily beating the fat man, and moving on to the Sweet 16. We'll be uh, posting up another matchup shortly. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer versus A Christmas Carol. Ooh. For me, it's A Christmas Carol. <sighs> You're lumping them all into, into one. There are some great versions of The Christmas Carol out there. Ah, <sighs> you know. By the I way. Know. I, don't, I don't have a vested interest in one way or the other. By the way, uh, family people, y'all need to check out the new scrooge a christmas carol it's a new animated movie on netflix awesome it's awesome if you uh if you know the musical from the 1970s with albert finney in it it's it's that music but updated it's very very good and the animation is intense anyhow worth the check out we watched it last night i love it because the Scrooge Christmas Carol is my favorite, the 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 original musical. So it was a great surprise for me because I didn't know that. And then they started singing the songs from it, and I went, oh! So it's great. Check it out. I think Christmas Carol wins, should win, hands down. Somebody please clip that little reaction right there. I could, I, I could use that for, I promise I'll only use it for good. <laughs> no, no, he will not. Power rankings roll on here. All right, I, I, I teased it. A team with a horsey. 
And it's not the Denver Broncos at number 31. The Indianapolis Colts. I mean, how can you have this team anywhere else? I mean, they do have more wins than Houston, so yes, but at this point, Houston's playing better than they are. And you just blew the biggest lead in NFL history. 33 points. You were up at halftime. And then lose the game, getting outscored 39-3 to in the second half in overtime. Uh, it, now, if you're the Indianapolis Colts, you should be hoping that Seattle or one of those other teams in the top five doesn't get cute and decide to just leverage you for a great train heist. Because there is a possibility that if you keep losing, C.J. Stroud's going to fall right in your lap. Mm-hmm. And I love how many people just absolutely hate him. It is, it's almost as funny to me how many people love Justin Fields as how many people hate C.J. Stroud. Is it, uh, because one of them's a drastically better prospect, and it's sure. not even kind of close. Sure, but I, I believe it's always gone this way with Ohio State quarterbacks. We talked about it with Justin Fields when he came out. How can you trust this guy? It's the Ohio State connection. People get things like this stuck in their head, and, and there is a merit to it. Mm-hmm. But then you have to watch the games. And yes, I understand that C.J. Stroud's had really good weapons and, and things like that. I understand that. He's still a drastically better prospect. Mm-hmm. And if you're Indianapolis, you cannot go into another season with Matt Ryan. Oh, no. This, Let's this, tap out on this veteran wheel of death. Right. This recycling used up quarterbacks is not working. Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz and now Matt Ryan. Ugh. It only got worse for Matt Ryan, too. So the biggest postseason comeback was against him. Biggest regular season comeback was against him. I was reading an article earlier today that said that he also has the largest blown lead off of the mainland uh, or, or out of the country as he his team blew a 21-point lead in London one time. In the last... Uh, oh, I, and and forgive me if I get the stats slightly wrong. In the last ten years, there have been seven games where a team lost an eighteen point lead in the fourth quarter. Matt Ryan's five of them. Yeah, yeah. Also has the largest blown lead in a championship game, a conference championship game. So this is now Matt Ryan's legacy. I hate it because I always liked Matt Ryan. I didn't. Never. No. Never, not once. You were like, he's a good quarterback. He's fine. He's good. No, he was in that draft class. I want to say the Jets took DeBrickishoff Ferguson. I think that was who our pick was in that draft. Sounds about right. Uh, And I was pleased for the love of all that's good and holy. Avoid Matt Ryan like he's on fire. Mm -hmm. But he won an MVP. That's fine. Uh, Okay, great. He also uh, had more. He had 80 more pass attempts than any other quarterback in the league that year. Yeah. So I'm good. And I feel like I've been vindicated on that one. All right, number 30. The Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, this team's bad. Holy smokes, they're awful. Got eliminated from the playoffs last night with the loss to the Packers. Baker Mayfield sucks, and we all know it. Yeah, in, in other breaking news, today's Tuesday, water's wet and the sky's blue. This team's going absolutely nowhere. The only bright side for L.A. Uh, for last night might be that Cam Akers got going a little bit. Uh, no, the breaking news came today as Matthew Stafford on his wife's podcast there are words I never thought I would say, uh, uh, did reveal that he will not be retiring. So that gives you a, a modicum of hope. Yeah. Because if you went into this suite, spin the wheel of destiny, 
it was going to get Anthony Richards in it really fast. <laughs> or you'd have to start next year with Mitch Trubisky or somebody. Or Baker Mayfield. Oh. We'll do that again. Yeah, we're definitely Let, last night that. enough for you to go. Okay, we're done there. Number twenty nine. Hold on before oh. I b- before we move off. Okay, excuse me. Uh, the Rams who have no first round pick. You got to get a little creative. Yes. And so there's, I'm going to say a player here, and it's not one that that gets talked about a lot, but he feels very L.A. Ramsey to me. His name is Andrew Voorhees. He's a lineman out of USC. Uh, he's kind of like Zach Tom last year. Hey, what positions he play? All of them. Yep. Uh, all of them. That's the guy the uh, LA Rams need. Right. And, and in my and- next mock draft, which will be coming out during the Christmas week, because mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to do with my week off, because I'm a big loser that doesn't like home time. Uh, obviously, you got to start somewhere with the retooling of this defending Super Bowl champion team. This is the worst defending team well i mean you just gotta have some malleable pieces yeah and you and you have to have blockers which is something they started the season without and then of course all of the injuries piled up and they're just not the the los angeles rams are are, are a beautiful house with a cracked foundation you're gonna have to fix that before any of the rest of it matters or it's gonna wind up in the ocean You're in the Sportocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Week 16 power rankings, number 29. The Arizona Cardinals. That team is sewer swill. Yeah. Yeah. And and the only way I can equate this, the Arizona Cardinals are are a garage of beautiful cars. There's a Maserati and a Range Rover and all of these and it's sitting in front of a dilapidated trailer with a pet raccoon in it Uh, because that is the only way i can explain this you do two things really well you marquise brown well Mm -hmm. at times and you deandre hopkins well other than that just set it on fire because it is a disaster it's an absolute disaster. This is a bad team. Uh, it was uh, it, it was reported yesterday that Steve Keim, who took a leave of absence due to health reasons, what was that late last week? It was announced yesterday that the uh, or or it was leaked out yesterday that they are pretty certain that they're going to make somebody else the full time GM. He will not be with them any longer after signing a five year contract extension in the off season. And to me, that says uh, Cliff Kingsbury done too. If they're going to go with a new GM, they're going to let the new GM pick their head coach. I would I would agree with that. I, and you don't have one of these arranged marriages. I almost see no 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 path against it. I, I really don't either. You need to tear this down to the down to the studs. Absolutely. And I'm going to recommend you do something. And I'm not going to lie to you. This is going to give me a little indigestion when I say it because you're going to pick really high. Take Bijan Robinson. Thank me later. I'm not a fan of taking running backs in the first round. Mm-hmm. This is a special running back. And you can James Conner and Keontae Ingram until the cows come home. Ugh. It's never going to lead to more than what it is right now. You need to run a big boy actual NFL offense. You have a little feller playing quarterback for you, and you've seen how that goes. So how do you prop him up to be more than he is? Uh, you give him... The best running back I've had since Saquon Barkley. Bottom four, Houston, Indianapolis, the Los Angeles Rams, and the Arizona Cardinals. We'll but but wait, there's more of the sewer swill there because we got 
Let's see. One, two, three. We have five more of them. That's right. And all their uh, draft hopes and dreams. And four brought, of them are in the same division. All their draft hopes and dreams brought by Mullet Claws himself. Coming up in just a minute. But first, let's get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. All right, we have another update to a story here. As uh, well, I, I brought you the story of the uh, uh, of uh, of what was it the the bill in Congress that was getting ready to sign or that had made it through Congress and was getting ready to be signed by Joe Biden that uh, would had that little wording in there that said it was going to be a uh, you know a breach of your service contract if a player for one of the service academies wanted to go pro without fulfilling their uh their requirements of their service agreement uh, that it would be basically illegal for that to happen uh well that that's all changed the outcry for andre carter the linebacker from army has forced congress into quick action which is usually never a good thing but they've actually solved a problem here pretty quickly so now they are putting the language into an omnibus spending bill that hopefully will pass and hopefully will get signed to say, yeah, that's, that's crap. We're not, yeah, we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> we shouldn't have done that. Right. Uh, the, the rule that was repeal, it was a longstanding rule and then it was repealed in 2019 and then it was going to come back and now it's not going to come back. So Congress, at least they're getting something done. Nine scariest words in the English language. I'm from the government. And I'm here to help. Bingo. Speaking of the government, if you're in the state of Ohio, sports gambling is is coming to your state on January 1st. Awesome. And and I, I, I say this because I feel as though the entire state has, has missed a point here. You do realize that the biggest game involving a team in your state is the day before, right? Yeah. Well... In the last couple of days, an announcement has been made that if you're in the state of Ohio, you will be able to bet on Georgia, Ohio State in the college football playoff. How? With one caveat. Uh-huh. It has to go past midnight. Oh, gosh. So they're not going to change the date. They're not going to do any of that. Ah, because that's the government for you. Right. Who would want to make that much money? Ah, we're good. We'll By see. the way, the fact we're playing these games on New Year's Eve is stupid <laughs> tank will tell you i complain about this, this every time this comes up he hates it so much and look i don't mind it of course you because you're because you're eight thousand years old uh -huh. i'm a homebody i don't go out on new year's eve so the only thing i'm doing is sitting there watching the games and then i'll flip it over and watch the ball drop and, and go to bed I, I, I haven't watched the ball drop and i couldn't tell you how long probably since you were a kid and your parents <laughs> made you because <laughs> why I don't need to see a big orb falling. It's got to go, hey, look, it's New Year's. That's cool. No, I will be 24 domestic lights deep. And then somebody the next day is going to have to go, hey, you remember Georgia just housing Ohio State? No, sir. No. No, sir, I don't. No, I don't. Actually. Uh, yeah, the, Play it uh, on New Year's when we're all sitting around just looking for something to do. Well, I mean, that typically was the day for bowl games. I don't understand why they went with New Year's Eve over New Year's Day. Well, anyway, I mean, this either, year it's because you don't want to play with the NFL because that's a real good way true. to have your ball taken home for you. 
You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. That is some good, clean family fun there, eh, God? Welcome back into the Sportsocracy and uh, an update on the Mary Madness bracket. Uh, Home Alone won by a lot over Jingle All the Way. And we had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer taking down all of the Christmas carols. Uh, in, in a close one. So, Rudolph, we will have one claymation movie in the Sweet 16. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, we've got Rain- Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer moving on. It, it, there is zero chance that uh, <laughs> that we find out who was the lone vote on Jingle All the Way. Stop that. But now we have the true banger of all bangers. Die Hard versus Batman Returns. And this one's not close. I like to call this the Jeremy Bowl. The Jeremy Bowl. Greatest Christmas movie. Is it Batman Returns or is it Die Hard? And it's Die Hard by and, a mile. And see, for me, I, I love both. Yeah, but you can't vote for both. When it comes down to it, you have to eliminate Batman. Just say it. Do we do? Yeah, yes. Do we do? I don't think we do. I don't think we do have to eliminate Batman. And you said I can only vote once. Weird. I have two devices right here in front of me. <laughs> so there will be at least two votes on Batman Returns. In this matchup, you want to vote in the Merry Madness Tournament. All you got to do is just go to the YouTube stream. Yeah, and this one this one probably gets the rest of the hour because I feel like it's going uh, like to be closer than you think. It's not going to be close at all. Well, it's not so far, but it's still early. Yeah. Still early. Yeah, I don't think you need to give it more time. Landslide. Die hard. Uh, anyway, we'll, 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 we'll keep it open. Just in case anybody really wants to rush out and go vote for Batman Returns. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Uh, we all, uh, I, I can tell you from factual evidence, even if you're at work, it's not really like you're working this week. Because trust me, I have found nothing but impediments all day long. Well, you're going to have to call back the first of the year. Then why are you at work? <laughs> then just, just take the phone off the, the, the thing and just don't answer it and say you've gone home for Christmas. I don't, and that's fine. I, that's socially acceptable. But if you're going to work, just, okay, work. 
Don't tell me to call back in two weeks. M. Bradley says if not for work, he would have been in on Jingle all the way. Did oh, you just get out of work? Or, I mean, you can I, vote in the poll while you're watching the show if you're at work. Don't get in trouble with the boss man, though. We don't want that happening. Earbuds. It's mere buds they can't see. If it's necessary, wear a headband over it. Just so you can listen to the sportsocracy while you do your work. Power Rankings Tuesday, and we've already gone through the uh, four worst teams in the NFL. Let's go with the next one at number 28. The Chicago Bears. Yay, Justin Fields. Yeah, you 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 run good. But he's the third quarterback to go over 1,000 yards rushing in a season. Woo. He could break Lamar Jackson's record. Woo. He also... He's five and eighteen as a starter, also, but but his weapons are not good. Whose fault is that? Lamar Jackson's on line one. He would love a word of uh. You do realize that I'm showing you on a weekly basis how to win with no weapons, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but stop butting me, okay? I'm going back to my theory of yesterday. I, I'm Justin Fields has officially become my fat guy theory. Brian Hall, who runs marathons once a week for fun. You call him fat till kingdom come. He's not going to get upset about it. You know why? Because he's not. You know who gets upset about it? People like me. Right. That are a little pudgy. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they know you're right. Because the truth hurts. Because the truth hurts. And we know Justin Fields is not good. The The Chicago Bears could be on their way to the losingest season in franchise history with that quarterback that's so dynamic and so much fun. Is it fun to watch your team lose 14 games? I've already said, if I was the Chicago Bears, I would call the Indianapolis Colts. I would call the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, and, and I know they're in my division. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I would call any team with a, with a need at quarterback. You give me a one and a one plus plus on Justin Fields, and I will build my team with someone else. Mm-hmm. But I know how this is going to end. I've seen it. I, I've caught flack about this all weekend long. I caught the same flack about Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Hey, Browns fans, I know you're out there. Chime in and just 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 one time, give me a g- give me the two claps that Jeremy was right. Right. Woo! Number twenty seven, the Denver Broncos. Brett Rippin. I, uh, yeah. I don't even care who plays quarterback for that team. I really don't. I mean, go for Brett Rippin. I mean, he he got an opportunity to start. He got an opportunity to win a game, and he did it. There's so much dysfunction behind closed doors with that team. So much dysfunction behind closed doors. And and you're walking away from this now. Where where do you go? I mean, are you really going to lather up and do this with Russell Wilson again? I know the money. I get all of that. Yes. How in the world are you going to convince season ticket holders of – Hey, you know that thing that was like watch like poking yourself in the eye for 17 weeks? We're going to do that again. You got to find the you got to find an offensive guy that's going to excite the fan base and the and the problem is I don't think that guy's out there. I mean, his name is Sean Payton, but you're not getting Sean Payton. No. Sean Payton's not coming to Denver. I, I do also love that the NFL put out a memo of you do realize we've paid 800 million dollars to fire coaches, right? Just yeah. everybody looking around and just, yeah, and we're going to do it again. Of course we are. You're going to keep doing it until you find the guy. 
If you don't find the guy, I don't care what it costs. That doesn't count against your salary cap. You got to find the guy. And we all know after a year, Nathaniel Hackett ain't it. So you got to find I, somebody. I mean, I don't disagree. Go get you a Mike Kafka. Go get you whoever, Ken Dorsey. I'll be honest, if I was an offensive guy, I'm not tying myself to this. If I'm Mike Kafka and I know I'm going to get one shot. Hell, at this point, I'd be uh, – I, 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 is Darren Bevel still doing stuff? Is he Is he still out oh, there? Oh, please do that. Is it? Oh, that would be <laughs> – Man, I would. You know what? I would fly to Denver for that press conference myself. I'd pay on my own dime just to look around at the entire fleet of Denver Bronco beat writers who just got the definition of a bag, not a pair, a bag of socks for Christmas. Mm Mm-hmm. And used socks. They're not even new. Right. Like you went to Goodwill and just bought them all and threw them in a trash bag. Like Christmas. It's it's obviously not a great option, but at this point, you've got to do something to make this work. Uh, George Cook asked in the uh, YouTube comments, what do you think happens to Hackett and who's more to blame, him or Russ? To me, it's a 50-50 split. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that there were not other teams in on Russell Wilson. And it's because a lot of teams saw, okay, you're being babysat reasonably well here. I talked about this when the trade happened. But Nathaniel Hackett is just stomping his feet and and burying his head in the sand of, I'm just going to keep doing it my way, mm-hmm. and you're going to contour to me. And, 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 you know, I didn't think about this. You know that reminds me of? His dad. His dad did the exact same thing. Paul Hackett was the offensive coordinator of my New York Jets. Mm -hmm. And I just vividly remember thinking, do you know any of the players on this team? (laughs) Because nothing you do makes a whole lot of sense. Right. Number 26. The New Orleans Saints. Ooh, let's just do these rapid fire because we got four in a row here, and I'm just, I want to lump them all together. Oh, well, this is the uh, – okay, here we go. New Orleans Saints at 26. Number 25. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 24. The Atlanta Falcons. And number 23. The Carolina Panthers. Oh, the entire NFC South all bunched together once again. New Orleans, bottom of the trash heap here. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're not good. No. Even though you're in first place. I I physically don't see a way that Carolina's not going to win this division. I physically can't see it because I can't figure out how Tom Brady's supposed to score on you. Mm -hmm. That offense is horrendous. And we talk about firing coaches after one year. Why are we not talking about Todd Bowles? I have no idea. Why why does that not come up? Because this is quite possibly – I mean, look, we've crushed Nathaniel Hackett. I told you in the offseason, that roster had holes. Mm -hmm. This Bucks roster – is old it's expensive it's veteran and you have crashed this into the rocks repeatedly mm-hmm. in inexplicable fashion dennis allen i feel the exact same way about you right you took a defense which is your calling card and have somehow found a way to not be good defensively the nfc south should have three different coaches leading teams next year i'm not yeah, gonna say arthur, arthur smith just is yeah. the one holdover arthur smith is the one that his team looks at and goes okay we're we're we've at least got some hope here yeah but tap out on that desmond ritter thing 
Yeah. I, I I mean, in one game, if you walked away from that going, he's an NFL quarterback, I'm going to need you to explain it to me. And, and nobody did. Nobody did. You'd be surprised. Really? I'm in way too many draft groups. I'm in way too many fan groups. And they're, well, he's, we, we got to get him comfortable with being dynamic with his feet. Well, a la Justin Fields. Why do we have to keep doing this with quarterbacks that can't throw? Like, there, there are thousands of people in this world that can throw. Some of them can run. Some of them cannot. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of a tenet of being quarterback in this league. Yes, it is. So I mean, He completed what, 12 passes? 11. 11 passes. He completed 11 passes for under 100 yards. It wasn't good. Woo! You got to move on. But I, with the, and people will ask, well, New Orleans just beat Atlanta. Why do you have Atlanta in front of them? I still think Atlanta's a better team. Mm-hmm. I think this Marcus Mariota thing was well, was poorly timed. But if you're asking me which one of those which one of those franchises would I rather be right now, it's Atlanta, and it's not all that close. Yep. And I'd rather be Carolina than any of them. And they don't have a coach or a quarterback. Carolina Panthers, number 23. The Kitties still control their own destiny. You got to beat Tampa week after next, and we'll see can't really afford to give up any more games period oh yeah you can because nobody in this division is beating anybody that's not in this division you don't think so no you think tampa's gonna beat arizona uh, on christmas night that is not nearly the given that i thought it was Against three weeks Colt ago McCoy. i'll take tom brady on christmas I, you, you should have lost to kenny pickett and the pittsburgh steelers mm-hmm. uh you needed an act a, a small miracle mm-hmm. yeah I mean, I'm not going to tell you you'll lose it. I'm just, it's not a layup. No, it's not a layup. There's no such it. thing there's... as a layup for this Tampa team. No. You could play the Chicago Bears, and I'm not sure I wouldn't take the Bears against the number. You're in the sportocracy. You're on ESPN Asheville Week 16 Power Rankings. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at Asheville Outlets as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations. Donate online or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Outlets so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Markets, iHeartRadio, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this season when i finally drove the old car into the grave i knew there was only one place i was gonna go fred anderson nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan and yes they treat you like family i went in told them what i was looking for told them my budget and in no time i was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The Sportsocracy. This is G. Duggaroff, voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Fire them cannons. By golly, put more powder in those things. Back on ESPN Asheville. Can, can we call Gene and see if he'll recut that? Fire that coaching staff. By golly, <laughs> nobody could be worse. Yes. Yes. I love it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, week 16 power rankings. Uh, mullet claws is giving out draft picks here. So what are you, what are your draft picks for our last few here in the pa- in the power rankings? Well, the Chicago Bears are either going to trade down, which is what I would recommend. Yes. Uh or you take Will Anderson, Jalen Carter, whichever one falls in your lap. Uh Denver, you need somebody that can defend the run cuz you have been annihilated by that. So I'm going to say with that pick that falls in the mid 20s, I'm either going Siaki Ika or Gervon Dexter from from Florida. Somebody to put in the middle of that defense. Mhm. Uh, New Orleans, you're, you're going to have to take a shot on a quarterback. So, could be Tanner McKee, could be Anthony Richardson, could be a lot of people. Uh, but you're going to have to do something because you don't have a quarterback on that roster. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure any of them come back. Tampa, I mean, you're not going to like this. I, I, I You need a left tackle. I'm not sure one's going to be there. Uh, but if you just get hemorrhaged in the secondary, you, you're going to have to have a corner. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jamel Dean's a free agent. I don't see any way you're going to bring him back. No. And if you're telling me I'm going in with Sean Murphy Bunting, is uh, who's also a free agent. Yeah, but I actually think you could bring him back. I do too. He will be cheaper. So who's a corner? Mm. What's a corner name? I had to pick one, Cam Smith. Uh, a kid out of South Carolina. Nice frame. Uh, I think he fits in that system pretty nicely. Uh, Atlanta. I mean, obviously, I want to say quarterback, but I can't. You need a pass rusher of some kind. Uh, Jared Verse, kid out of Florida State, who is just screaming up boards, and I'm not surprised. And then Carolina. Panther fans, I know you're going to hate it because I've said this a hundred times, and you get mad at me every time I say it. It's Will Levis. Go get Will Levis. Hire Ken Dorsey. Bring in the hammer defensive coordinator. I don't care if that coordinator is Steve Wilkes. I frankly don't care. You need an offensive mind and a quarterback. You have the weapons to make Will Levis work, and that line's getting better. All right, I knew it wasn't going to even be close. Die Hard has beaten Batman Returns in the Merry Madness Bracket Tournament. We're going to be throwing up another matchup shortly on the YouTube stream. Go vote. We're whittling down to the greatest Christmas movie of all time. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. 
Welcome back into the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM. 1400 sportocracy always heard everywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app and we are seen live on YouTube YouTube also the way that you can get in on the greatest of all time Christmas movie bracket we're calling it Merry Madness and we are narrowing down the 32 selections to the greatest of all time we'll be announcing the winner on Friday we did not get them out on the social medias last night. So Thanks, we're, Meta. We're voting on these all live during the program. So go to YouTube and uh, subscribe to the channel so you can vote in the polls. We already have advancing a Christmas story, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Home Alone, Die Hard, that beat Batman Returns handily, and Miracle on 34th Street. And now Miracle on 34th Street, which is just taken out Love Actually. Does that make you sad? It does. It does. I voted for Love Actually. Of course you did. I did. I mean, Tank Love's a good rom-com. I do. I'm a sucker I, and now for a I need all of you that are on my side. This is a very important vote that's starting here in the 4 o'clock hour. Elf, Edward Scissorhands. Frankly, it could be Elf watching a, a bag of folded laundry i wouldn't care i don't care what beats it <laughs> as long as something beats it i do not care something will beat it this is going to be way closer than you than it should be for some reason our our our, our house of reprehensibles hates this movie because it's awful and I don't even because it's an awful it. movie it's not it's it's the funniest christmas movie out there uh bad santa called way funnier not close stop that bad santa way funnier not close that shouldn't receive a vote and yet it will and yet it will because you guys are drunk well i mean not right now but what are you a cop (laughs) so vote right now in the uh movie the merry madness bracket we got all the matchups going out live each and every segment on youtube go to the sportocracy.com click the live video link subscribe to the channel and vote in the poll uh dark soldier in our youtube comments said elf the musical was awesome uh way better than the film by a lot i don't physically see how it could be worse i've never i've never seen elf the musical i mean personally musical elf i i don't know that there's two words that i i I would rather hear less together because it's two things just that i absolutely just hate but i i I still want to say it has to be better than the movie because nothing i've ever seen was worse right bill belichick new york jets head coach nope that doesn't bother me that doesn't bother you as much i would rather watch bill belichick the musical than than anything <laughs> else oh that would be tremendous uh yeah we're we're on to the chorus uh george cook asked why why do i think elf is so bad um i had been told it was just fantastic mm-hmm. and it's all of the stupidest things that will ferrell has ever done rolled into one really obnoxious childlike movie and it's just all the things that i hate balled into one right because there's no jokes about eating cat poop or oh, yeah. uh, being on a boat. Or... Yeah. You know what would have made that better? John C. Riley singing about being on a boat. <laughs> the Catalina wine mixer. Catalina, what, Catalina wine mixer would have made it better. No doubt. 
Uh, Tank's already seen my ugly Christmas sweater. I can tell. Oh, yeah. I have. I have indeed. Uh, Anyhow, um, yeah, George uh, Elf is is not bad. It's one of the best movies, best Christmas movies of all time. And Jeremy refuses to admit it, much like he does with A Christmas Story. Also awful. Oh, if, I swear to you, if those two wind up playing each other, I'll just I'll just break the bracket. Like, nope, not doing it. The power rankings for week 16 roll on here, and Mullet Claus is handing out draft picks for, for the teams that, I mean, you might have a slim chance at making the playoffs. I mean, one of the teams we've said will make it because physically somebody must. Well, yeah, from, from the NFC South Division. Those teams ranked 26, 25, 24, 23. Now we're up to number 22. The Pittsburgh Steelers. You beat the Panthers. Yay. You got a chance at a, at, at still a chance at a winning season. It's the best thing you got going. Who are you getting in the draft? Uh, Peter Skronsky. That's That's your A1 since day one. Uh, steak sauce draft pick the only problem is that you're gonna have to pick in front of the green bay packers Mm -hmm. because not only does he fit what they need perfectly his grandfather is an all-time packer great so you need to lose a lot yeah and convincingly i see how you did that by the way good job uh going with a1 steak sauce and not 57 which is made by heinz which they no longer have a deal with uh didn't even think about that good job sometimes you luck into something like that an analogy yeah uh number 21 the cleveland browns look this team's getting better Mm -hmm. deshaun watson is has shake shaken off the rust the only problem is i don't know what your high side is i can't figure out why your defense has just been horrid at at times Mm -hmm. been killed by the run and none of that makes a great deal of sense to me. The The more I watch Cleveland, the more infuriating they are to me. Uh, do you agree? Mm, not really. I mean, I, I think they're an okay team. Deshaun, but they have talent to be way better than this. They do. They do, but I feel like this has been a throwaway year from the beginning. When you found out that Deshaun Watson was going to be gone for the first 11 games of the season, you, you knew it was going to be a struggle anyway. Jacoby Brissett was surprising that he played well at times, but you weren't going anywhere. You knew that this was going to be a throwaway season. Maybe we can come back and make a late push for the playoffs. Now they they have won a couple of games in a row, or uh, they've won, what, two out of three since Deshaun came back. I just I just don't think they can make a push for the playoffs. I, I don't either. At, at the end of the day, you still get just gashed by the run, and that's why if I – was was selecting for the Cleveland Browns, who currently would not have a pick until the mid forties. Uh, it's Mozzie Smith, the, the the gigantic house of a human from uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I don't care who it is. I don't care if there's a run on defensive tackles directly in front of you. Take the next one. Can't physically be as bad as what you have trotted out on the field this year. Right. Is nine and eight going to get you into the playoffs? Mm, if you're Cleveland, yeah. No. They lose too many tie breaks. Mm-hmm. They've got the. Saints. I'm not sure that nine and eight gets you in in the AFC anyway. Yeah, 
they've got the Saints, they got the Commanders, they got the Steelers coming up. And I think two, that's probably three wins. Yeah, two two of those you should definitely win. You should win out. The one with the Commanders, I can, you know, to me that that's closer to a coin flip game. I would agree with that. But but they don't do that one thing that just bleeds you like a catfish. Because like, Brian Robinson is a great story, and he's a productive running back, but he's not somebody that's going to be busting 25-yard runs on you routinely. Exactly. Say it. Mention your guy. That's what you have Antonio there Gibson it is. for. There Thank, it you. Is. Thank you. Uh, There's no <laughs> mediocre player in this league that gets more play on the show than Donovan Peoples-Jones and Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number 20. The Green Bay Packers. A team that you think is is going to hit a stride here and possibly make the playoffs. I, I just look at Aaron Rodgers, and I saw last night what it was that I was looking to see earlier in the season. Uh, having Romeo Dubs. Everybody talks about how bad this receiving core is, and I've been a broken record on this. They're not bad. You just have to develop the rapport. Mm-hmm. He didn't have it with Christian Watson. He had it with Romeo Dubs from the jump, but then Romeo Dubs got hurt. And so now it's Sammy Watkins. Uh, and I, I do think there's a possibility that Green Bay is going to hit that stride. Mm-hmm. I have a faith in the Green Bay Packers that I do not have in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. You got to go on the road, beat the Miami Dolphins. You'll have to beat the Vikings and the Lions back-to-back to end the season at 9-8, and eight, and that may get you into the playoffs. I just don't see it happening. I mean, would it be terribly shocking to see it happen? No. Who wouldn't be shocked to see the Miami Dolphins uh, lay an egg after their close matchup with uh, the Buffalo Bills, let down game, I guess, after the loss, then the Minnesota Vikings who flirt with disaster over and over and over again, and then the Lions, oh, let's come week 18. It's an all-in, gotta-win-it game to get into the playoffs. Would you be surprised to see Jared Garf and the you know the the young guys get it wrong? No, no. So there is a path. I'm just saying I don't personally believe it right now. But Green Bay, what do they need to do in the draft? Uh, it, th- this doesn't really have anything to do with the draft. You need a new defensive coordinator badly because your defense makes my head hurt a lot. And it's got players. That's mm-hmm. what's so irritating. Cleveland, it's funny that we that I had Cleveland and Green Bay back-to-back because both of their defenses do the exact same thing to me. I watch it, see the players lined up here going, D- you didn't just get bad all of a sudden. You're talented. But Jair Alexander's talented. Mm-hmm. But then he does just really infuriatingly stupid things like he did last night. So, for me, it's not even a draft pick. I mean, if I was going to pick one, it would be Peter Skaronsky. Again, it's one of those – that's one of those fits that just makes entirely too much sense. But I'm not sure enough of where they're going to fall in the draft order for me to pick a player here. Mm-hmm. And that's really the – that's where we're at. But offensive line, offensive tackle is your A1. Well, you got to stop counting on David Bakhtiari. Yeah. I mean, you have Zach Tom playing at left tackle last night, who I loved and I spoke about glowingly throughout the entire 2022 draft process. I also specifically said he can play four or five positions on the offensive line. Left tackle is not long-term one of them. But how many starting tackles are there in the first round? Four. Starting left tackles? Mm-hmm. Okay. Peter Skaronsky, Paris Johnson, Anton Harrison, Jalen Duncan. I think all four of them can be starting starting day one left tackles. Okay. Depends on the scheme. So they're not guards, 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 guards. 
Well, Peter Skaronsky would be an all-pro guard. But I also think he can be an all-pro left tackle. All right, number 19 in the Week 16 power rankings. The New England Patriots. Where do you go? Where do you, where do you start? Oh, you got to have uh, – I, I think you have, I have to have a lot of things. This team is built to be great in 1994. The problem is that it's 2022. Mm-hmm. And you're not built for this. You have, like my dating record before I met HWA, it's a slew of threes. There there are no home run hitters here. Jacoby Myers, the guy that just made possibly the stupidest decision I've ever seen, that's your one. Mm -hmm. Devontae Parker, that hasn't really worked out the way you wanted it to. No. You need a a, a dog. A D-O-double-G dog. And the problem is there's really not one out there. Quentin Johnson's not going to fall to you. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the problem. New England is the perfect microcosm of when I talk about purgatory. They're in that exact spot that I don't want to be. I would rather be the Los Angeles Rams than the New England Patriots. The Rams have assets. They could blow this sideways if they wanted to. They could blow the entire roster up if they wanted to. Because you would be able to get things for Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, on and on down the line. Name me the redeemable asset that New England has. The guy that teams would fight over. You want to say Matthew Judon, but he's really expensive. Uche? Mm, But he's young. That's not the kind of piece you move off of. I'm talking about if you just, we know we're not there, and I want to blow this up. How do you do that? You're not getting anything for like Hunter Henry or John Smith. And that's the thing. That's the whole roster. Right. It's all guys like that that you look at and go, well, they would have some value. And then you look at what they make. Okay, they have, so this is why I was screaming about this two years ago when Bill went on his spending spree. You've made yourself competitive to a point. You're competitive for a playoff spot. You can get in, and you'll get slaughtered by one of these high-end teams. Mm-hmm. That's not me talking smack. It's just this is the definition of a place that I hate being. Number 18. The New York Giants. The New York Giants. I mean, they obviously hit a home run with Kayvon Thibodeau. He oh, had Kayvon, his little, Kayvon Thibodeau's a dog. He had his little coming out party with the touchdown and the strip sack. and So it was, it was good to see that. They have a lot of young pieces. But you need the quarterback. I'm not so sure. You think I think Daniel you can Jones, do this with Daniel Jones. You just tread water with Daniel Jones. You've got to have win. a weapon. Mm-hmm. That's the problem with the Giants is that you're not actually learning anything here. You're watching Daniel Jones, and yeah, he's floundering, and yeah, he's struggling at times, but but you win, and you're going to make the playoffs, and you tell me what the the better alternative is. Are, are you going to try to be the team that does the Anthony Richardson, I can turn you into a quarterback project? Because I'll go ahead and tell you, I'm secret out. Mm-hmm. I'll pay Daniel Jones $20 million a year before I do that. This roster's too good. So you're kind of stuck there. But the way that you lift up a player like that, is Michael Mayer, the the tight end out of Notre Dame. You can go get receivers. There are a lot of receivers. There's a tight end. Mm -hmm. And he's a three-down road grader. That helps Saquon. That helps Daniel Jones. It helps everything. And I I can't see anything else. Well, it is the week of Christmas, and we are in the uh, midst of the Week 16 power rankings here in the sportsocracy. And uh, Father Draftmas is bestowing his knowledge 
for all of the teams. Oh, Draftmas Tree, oh, Draftmas Tree. We'll have more picks from Mullet Claws coming up. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at Asheville Outlets as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations. Donate online or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Outlets so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Markets, iHeartRadio, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this season. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years, but the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828 828- Three six five one six six three. The sportsocracy. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You are in the sportsocracy. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app from the Ingles Studio. The Merry Madness Tournament rolls on. We're going to crown on Friday the greatest Christmas movie of all time. We're voting live during the show today on the YouTube stream. What movie moves on? Elf. Stupid Elf. Has advanced to the next round. Stupid Elf. 56% to 43% over Edward Scissorhands. That was way closer than it ever should have been. Uh, I disagree. We know. We know. But we all know Elf is one of the greatest of all time, and so we're almost there. We've got two more matchups left in the Santa bracket, correct? Uh, correct. The next one is Four Christmases against Nightmare Before Christmas. And this one shouldn't be close. Should be. You're right. It should be Four Christmases by light years. Not even kind. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, it was so bad that I don't even put it, I I, I don't even factor that in because I didn't finish it and I never will. (laughs) Uh, On the mullet scale of how many domestic lights would it take for me to finish this movie, uh, it's infinity and uh, uh, crimes because someone would have to commit crimes and hold me against my will to make me watch that movie again. To make you do it. All right, vote right now on the YouTube stream. Nightmare Before Christmas against Four Christmases. Which is awesome. That was an awesome movie. It was okay. Again, it was okay. Nowhere close to the Christmas classic that is Tim Burton's greatest creation uh i'm gonna disagree no it's not batman either uh, it's 100 percent batman. batman that's either. that's tim burton's greatest creation frankly i think he's just been screwing with us since because virtually everything else has been horrid <laughs> uh we are rolling on with the week 16 power rankings we're up to number 18 17 or 18 was the new york Giants. okay 17 the Las Vegas Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders and... Did you ever think we would get to this point? No. No. But this is what a late season winning streak can do for you. 
I feel like this is giving a reprieve to Josh McDaniel. This is giving some it's it's put this entire franchise on a more solid footing. Which is that going to get you in the playoffs? No, no. I don't physically see a way that the Raiders are going to make the playoffs. Do you? No. I, I see no shot at it. No, because you would have to beat the 49ers or the Chiefs to end the season, and you're just not going to. No, and even even let's say you did that, you would need four teams in front of you to just fall apart mm-hmm. because you're going to lose the tiebreaker. You've already got five conference losses. Las Vegas is living on the edge. They have to win out, and they have to have somebody lose out. And I, don't know, I, just, I just don't see much of a path for it. Now, use these last three games – to look competitive and start building for your future. All these pieces are in place. Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. The only one that's not in place is Josh Jacobs. And that will be in place soon enough. I was going to say, you have to pay him. After the year that he's had, you have to pay him. No doubt. And it won't be as much as you think because running backs never make as much as you think they should, Mm -hmm. except for Jerry Jones. Over under 10. I'd say it is 10. I mean, that's the number I have in my head. Mm Mm-hmm. It could also be eight, eight and a half plus incentives with a couple extra years tacked on it. Right. All of those things would make sense. Okay. Where do they go in the draft? This is going to sound weird because they already have two pieces. I'm going to try to get whatever I can out of Darren Waller. Green Bay has been interested for two solid years. Mm -hmm. If you can get a four, go get it. Because you, you just can't trust him. He's never healthy. Hunter Renfro doesn't seem to be an ideal fit in this offense like we thought he would. Mm -hmm. I'm going to get another playmaker. It's Jordan Addison out of USC. But will he still be on the board wherever they pick? Oh, he's he's a a slender feller. Uh, So uh, I don't think think it's going to be a problem. I mean, I've seen people have him in the mid-20s. I don't buy that because I know what the drop-off is at wide receiver past him, mm-hmm. especially with Kayshawn Booty going back to LSU. There's just a drastic drop-off there. So that would be the ideal scenario for me. Obviously, you want to fix the offensive line. I wouldn't be upset if you did that either. But it's it's at least good to see that the defense is, is converging and seems to be gelling and that gives you some hope going into next year, which is an important thing. Okay, what does Mullet Claws have in store for the number 16 team? The Seattle Seahawks. I mean, obviously, they've got they've got the high draft pick from the Denver trade. Well, there's two ways to look at this. You can either go full ransom on the on the Indianapolis Colts, Carolina Panthers, one of these teams that needs a quarterback. Or you can go get Jalen Carter, who is the player that fits your defense, fills a need, now makes your defense more imposing. I just don't think you can take a quarterback there. You need to. You're never going to get shot to do it again. Mm-hmm. But I don't love the fit for either one here, and the value's just not there. If this is a quarterback, it needs to be going. It needs to be a quarterback that's going to another team. But would you do it for Will Levis? No, is the question. No. Because if you're not picking in the top two, they'd what they'd pick what fourth right They're now. They're three. Okay, so they'd be three. So the first two teams go C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, or vice versa. Well, Chicago's at two, so Chicago probably takes Will Anderson, well, unless they trade, which they could. If they trade out and somebody, are trades you up asking would I do it as Seattle or would I do it as another team? As Seattle at three, 
Both those top two quarterbacks are off the board. Are you using that pick on Will Levis? I'm not. I've seen you be successful with Geno Smith. That pick is too valuable because Jalen Carter is a no doubt, so long as he stays healthy, he's going to be a great impact player in this league. Yes. And I'm not going to have the shot at guys like that moving forward. So if I have to keep patchworking it with Geno Smith, so be it. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you. I, I hit both tackle spots this year. I hit the running back, I hit the corner. Now I add an interior pass rusher, a, a, th- a true three down Aaron Donald level player. And I'll figure it out. I got another pick in the mid in the mid teens, fifteen ish. And, and you know what? If I have to take a Tanner McKee there, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Round. I, I don't want to do that. Right. I would rather go Hendon Hooker in the second round or uh, something of that nature. But if I have to, I feel like I must do it. Mm-hmm. I would rather do that. I, I also wonder about this uh, this quarterback class. We talked about all the quarterbacks at the you know at the top of this past draft and then nobody nobody went other than kenny pickett in the first round and nobody That's went not gonna the third day. i know it's not going to happen on that scale again but you'll have three you, in the top 10 there's no way around. but you wonder if there's going to be some slippage there so you never know who might fall there will be three in the top 10 there's no way around it to compare these three quarterbacks to what you saw last year mm-hmm. would be like oh let's see what's a good way of explaining this would be like uh, comparing a beautiful steak dinner that maybe doesn't have the sides you want and maybe you have to drink water because there's no domestic lights, mm-hmm. uh, that would be like comparing that to a lovely uh, kitty litter, used kitty litter uh, flambe. Gross. Because that's what last year was. This year is not that. You're not going to see that again. You're in the sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville will get into the top 15 coming up after, well, we get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. As always, we come to you from the Ingles studio. Time to get weird, Jeremy Green. I'll let you start us off. Uh... I have a hard time sometimes wording. I don't always use words exactly how they were intended to be used. Mm, Poultry. Apparently, I'm not the only one. Because the list of most mangled words in the English language this year is out. And one of them ties back to the NFL. Care to take a stab at what that is? Now, just understand that this list can be proper nouns. It can be... It can be anything. Most of these are proper nouns. Uh, What's the word in in sports that is said incorrectly the most often? Tua. Tongue of Iloa. There you go. Okay. You said it correctly. I often do not. Because it's not spelled Tongue of Iloa. It's spelled Tongue of Iloa. Yeah. Which irks me. Uh, Shohei Otani's name, also in the top ten most mangled words okay uh for the otani rule novak Djokovic, and then a whole bunch of things that i didn't know i was pronouncing incorrectly okay uh when the the queen of england passed away that the the scottish capital is called edinburgh edinburgh it's edinburgh Edinburgh. there is no borough there is no burg there is no none of that it's edinburgh and apparently, 
The English get very sensitive about that. Okay. Chick Chulub. It's the asteroid that hit Mexico that they think that caused the extinction of the dinosaurs. Okay. It is not spelled like that. There's an X. There's two U's. I don't. Okay. Just live by the Jeremy Green philosophy of spell it how you want me to say it. And then we don't have this problem. Uh, Meteor. That's what I'll call it. It's so annoying. Any others? Uh, Zaporiza, the city in Ukraine. It's where the nuclear facility is. Mm. Uh, there are a lot more, but I, I a couple of them I, I could. That was Chernobyl. Okay. What? That was a long time ago. It's not? It's Showing not, your age there. It's not, it's not Chernobyl? Showing your is age Is it the same place? Bit. Is this like uh, Istanbul and Constantinople? You make my head hurt sometimes. <laughs> uh, I'm not confused by the name of this city. Uh, I have traveled through it, and I don't highly recommend it. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama is where this took place. Uh, you can at me if you want to. Uh, early Monday morning, Garbage Man got quite the surprise, and thank God he was on his toes because he's doing his rounds. He's going in around the city. He's picking up the dumpsters. Picks up a dumpster, dumps it in the back, gets ready to hit the uh, contract button or the compact button. And then he saw something strange. Apparently, there's a, this is a great idea. Having a camera inside the bed of the, uh, of the dump truck or the, the garbage truck. Saw something moving around in there, not supposed to be there. And it turns out it was a dude. It was some young man was sleeping in this dumpster when he dumped it over and he went to hit the button and then saw something move on the camera, thought he'd check it out. And yeah, there was a young man, uh, sadly enough, uh, I, we don't know if he lives there or if he was just like Jeremy sleeping off a bad night, uh, in the dumpster. I ask again, what are you, a cop? <laughs> uh, but he was, he, he had his life saved and, uh, yes, apparently he is, uh, on some hard times. And he was sleeping in the dumpster for several nights in a row. Uh, according to Republic Waste, which is the company down there, they have they have taken care of the young man. They went out and bought him some warm clothes, bought him some boots, gave the young man a ride to a safe place where he can stay, told him, do not sleep in dumpsters. Never a good idea. Sadly. At least fourteen people a year. No, I have no idea what the stat is, but uh, that's that is that is a tragedy and is a Christmas miracle that this kid was not crushed. And good for the uh, good for the waste company to take care of him and give him some clothes, give him a ride to a local shelter. Hope hope things get better for him in the new year. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Power rankings continue next. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. 
If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville. Well, the Jug Band Christmas has officially been disposed of. Yeah, yeah. Well, you knew it was going to happen. I don't. I still don't understand how it got in the bracket, personally. But automatic bids. That's what happened. Yeah, that was the Valparaiso. I don't know, exactly. I don't understand how Colgate goes to the uh, March Madness tournaments because you win the division. Uh, yeah, Colgate had a better chance of winning than Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. <laughs> Uh, you guys just you guys just don't know what you're missing out on. Uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, the latest elimination from the Merry Madness greatest Christmas movie of all time bracket. Uh, it joins four Christmases, which went down handily to the Nightmare Before Christmas, which is which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's really not though. Uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That was one of my automatic bids from the Daily Draft a few days ago, and it got smoked. Uh, not a single vote, not even my own, as Jeremy seeded it purposefully against Christmas Vacation. Well, I mean, what, it had to be the last seed because nobody's ever heard of it. It's not. That's not true. Uh, okay, no one that listens to this show has ever heard of it. Well, just because you swines are uncultured does not mean that no one's ever heard of it. He just called us uncultured swines because we've never heard of a movie called Jug Band Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was a hundred to nothing. Christmas vacation easily walks on. And uh, yeah, no, I did vote. I did vote, and I did not vote for my own movie that I put in. That's a thing you did. It just needed to be mentioned. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It'll get you in the mood. We're rolling on with the Week 16 Power Rankings here and the latest uh, bracket matchup as we start the mrs claus bracket number one seed how the grinch stole christmas and it's all of them which can be a good thing can be a bad thing Mm -hmm. up against deck the holes which is just a bad thing it's awful yeah it's just that's just bad yeah still trying to figure out how it made it but white christmas did not anyhow ask the listeners of this here program go to the youtube page and uh vote for this latest matchup, as uh, it's already disappeared from my screen, it was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And Deck the Halls. And Deck the Halls. All-time great against an all-time bad. 
you should see how this one should work out. We're going to continue this uh, on through the end of the program. But back to the power rankings here for week 16. And it's number 15. The Washington Commanders. Look, you got hosed. Mm -hmm. Nobody disagrees with that. You got completely hosed by the officials. You shouldn't have been in that position to begin with. You're better than the Giants. We all know it. You, you just can't, you allow, can't beat them, uh, and that's the problem. Right? You you cannot seem to beat them. And now I, I'm looking at Washington. I thought they were a layup to make the playoffs. I no, felt no. like the tie was going to make you a layup. Well, now you have to beat the 49ers and the Cowboys, who may actually be playing for something. Mm-hmm. Won't be the division, but it may be the first wild card. And that Browns matchup doesn't look as as hunky dunky as it did a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Now, you could be talking about a team that ends that ends seven nine and one here. And if that's the case, and you mix that with Seattle, uh, Detroit and Green Bay are right in the middle of this. Because I'm not sure the Giants are going to win another game either. They could. Uh, the Colts. I mean, maybe the Eagles are playing for absolutely nothing, but you're playing at home. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure that with Gardner Minshew, they couldn't beat you. So that would put them at nine, what would it be, nine, seven and one? Mm-hmm. Nine, six and one. Nine, right, seven sure. and one. Nine, seven and one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two losses. Math. Math is hard. Washington Commanders, what do they need to focus on in the draft? I mean, you're at a pre- you're at a pretty nice luxury here. Of the weapons are right, you're not going quarterback. It's going to be Taylor Heineke or Sam Howell. I mean, the weapons are. What do you mean the weapons are right? The weapons are good. You need another one, right? I mean, how many receivers do you expect this team to have? You just used a first round pick on your hot knots, and you already have Curtis Samuel, and you've got Terry McLaurin. Excuse me, I guess I was thinking of a tight end. Uh, good luck. Uh, in this draft, uh, it's Michael Mayer. End of discussion. Repeat the line. Uh, until the end of day two, beginning of day three. Mm-hmm. So I, I would be looking at corner. I, I do think you've you've got some guys there. Uh, Brian Branch out of Alabama is the one that – he is multiple enough that I think he would be a piece in that defense. Okay. But Washington's in a much better shape than I thought they would be. I thought the line was going to be a disaster. Mm-hmm. I didn't think you'd be able to run, and and you're better than I thought. But now you're going to have to win a game or two to make the playoffs that I don't think you're better than who you're playing. Mm-hmm. New York Jets come in at number 14. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. This is how bad the middle section of the NFL is. I can't put the Jets any lower. Mm-hmm. I want to. I feel like you're bungling this Zach Wilson thing. I, I Look, I know Mike White's not going to be able to play, but Robert Sala is talking about this instant coffee era. How long are we supposed to give a quarterback before we just go, mm, no, th- this isn't it? And now, look, I don't put the loss over the weekend on Zach Wilson. He was good enough to win. Now, that is a little biased because there were some really good catches. There were some plays that the defense left out there. Mm-hmm. But you don't have a quarterback. I mean, I think Mike White is the guy, but he needs to drink milk. 
uh, way more often because his bones are very brittle. And I'm, I'm losing – I'm not going to say I've lost faith in Robert Sala. I just uh, – one of the perks of him was how well he handled the New York media. And this week has not – the last two weeks have not been – they've been nothing to write home about. What, he hasn't been able to lie to the media like he's supposed to or what? It's not even a lie to the media. It's just you, you got to have a little you – gotta, you got to be a little conscious of what's happening here. To come out and say, well, we didn't need to use the timeouts. So you intended to kick a 58-yard field goal to try to tie this? That was your goal? Because that means you're a moron. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I don't think you are, but these things you keep saying make you sound like one. And that bothers me, especially in the New York media, because they don't stop. You, You give them an end of you're going to say things like this, they will hound you. And it just unravels from there. Plus, you're tied to Mike LaFleur, and I think that might end up being your downfall. What does your team need to focus on with their draft pick? You need an offensive lineman. I mean, I know you've got a ton of capital wrapped up in them, but you can't keep on healthy to save your life. Right. So, I have them taking Jalen Duncan, the the offensive tackle out of Maryland. And yes, that is another Makai Becton. And yes, I I do get the... uh, the, the pressure in my chest when I say it because I remember how happy I was about that and then I wasn't. You need some Tums for that? Ugh. Doesn't make you feel all warm and fuzzy. I mean, that inside. team is killed injury-wise, too. This week with no Quinn and Williams, you just get healthy. Mm-hmm. But yes, you are going to need an offensive lineman of some kind. But when you look at the skill position, guys, that makes me feel much better. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. Take a quick break. When we come back, more gifts from the mullet clause himself. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in Western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. The Ingalls Advantage isn't just about savings or the best quality food for your family. It's more than that. It's the advantage of being a part of a community. That's why we provide over 2 million pounds of food every year through regular donations and programs like the Ingalls Giving Tree, Food for Thought, and the Ingalls Fill-A-Backpack Program. It's the right thing to do, and we know that you would do the same. Ingalls, your neighbor for over 50 years. It's ESPN Asheville. We are the Sportsocracy in a week 16 power rankings continue. We're also narrowing down the list of the greatest Christmas movies of all time with the Mary, the Mary, what was it? The Mary Madness. Thank you. The Mary, I want, I've got mullet stuck in my head and it's not the Mary mullet. It's the Mary Madness. No, I'm the Mary mullet. Yes. Father Draftmas himself is here and, uh, the, uh, Mary Madness. Madness. Thank you. Tournament continues on as the Grinch has moved on, beaten Deck the Halls easily. And our next matchup, Frosty the Snowman against Office Christmas Party. It's Office Christmas Party. It's, it's not. 
Just because they have poo jokes doesn't make them better movies, Jeremy. It's Office Christmas Party. That's the that's the right call. It was phenomenal. It's Frosty the Snowman, and it's not even close. I don't know. I, don't, I guess I just don't really. I, don't, I, I don't we, give a lot of stock have, to those. You don't have the holiday whimsy needed to to enjoy those movies. We get it. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do much for me. You're in the sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. And next up in the power rankings at number 13, the Tennessee Titans. The Derrick Henry really well. I I mean, your defense is fine, but I don't know how far that's going to carry you. It's all crumbling. It it is all come tumbling after the fact that you have no weapons. Let, Let me just, can I say this as clearly as I can? NFL teams, if you go into a season with two nfl caliber receivers one of them is most likely to get hurt before the season is over Mm -hmm. and then you're going to look like this tennessee titan team where your best downfield threat right now is chig conquo Mm -hmm. who was a fourth round tight end I, i don't know what you expected here right i can't have much faith in you going forward with Nick Westbrook Aquina as your most uh, reliable target outside of the tight end. And, and I'm to the point of I don't think this is the best team in this division. It's Jackson. You're crumbling, and the the team at number 12 is soaring, and that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence has played out of his mind. He's finally getting a groove going, and he's now looking like the blue chip that we all expected him to be. He was as can't miss as you can possibly have. And I hate that term. Mm-hmm. And it took some time. Two coaches, two offensive systems in, in two years. It's not shocking to me that it took this long for him to hit a stride. Mm-hmm. But now he has. And you're looking at a Jacksonville team that's won four or six. Those two losses, If you, I'm not saying take out the Lions loss, but that Lions team is pretty good. And you lost at the Kansas City Chiefs. What exactly am I supposed to think here? Yes, you had a five-game stretch that was horror-awful. But outside of that, you've been really good. Mm -hmm. And I think you're the best team in this division. And you have a chance to really grab hold of your own destiny by beating the Jets this week. On a short week against the backup quarterback. Yep. Zach Wilson will be the official starter Thursday as Mike White still has not been cleared to play. And, so and yet he was cleared. Open. And yet he was cleared to go back back into, into the game. That game, which yeah. you could sit here and try to explain that to me for the rest of the day, and I'm not sure that we would ever get there. All right, the uh, Mary Madness tournament continues. Frosty the Snowman, are we calling this? Yeah, I think I mean, it's, it's, it's safe to uh, office Christmas party. You tease and peace. You, you showed nicely South Dakota State, but. That's how that was probably always going to go. All right. We've still got uh, three matchups left to settle for the Sweet 16. We have six more matchups to settle. I meant to create for the next round. We have three more sections of bracket to go through. In the next hour, we will go through the top 11 of the Week 16 power rankings as well. 2023 is upon us. 
and now is the time to make your New Year's resolutions for what is what is your next year going to look like? Is this going to be just another ho-hum year, or are you actually going to stick to the resolution that you make year in and year out? For me, it was always the same. I'm going to lose some weight. Never thought I could lose as much weight as I lost with the PhD weight loss program, but my past year, greatest year of my life, not even close. I lost more than 90 pounds in a year with the PhD weight loss program. I believe you can too. I'm not a fan of New Year's resolutions because that's basically just something that's asking for you to stop around January 20th. This is not a plan you want to do that with. If I can do it, anyone can. I didn't have a lot of weight to lose, but I'm very lazy. And this program takes that and uses that to my advantage. They give you the majority of the food. All you have to do is follow the steps. I did, and just under just over a year after starting this program, I'm back to my high school weight, and it's thanks to the planning program of PhD Weight Loss. Again, make this next year the best year you've ever had at the one goal that you've been struggling with all your life, beating that weight problem. Go to myphdweightloss.com. It's myphdweightloss.com. This is your Exergen Temporal Scanner weather forecast on ESPN Asheville. A couple of showers still possible this evening, otherwise cloudy and cold tonight. Upper 20s, clouds will decrease late. Sunshine mixing in with the clouds tomorrow. Still rather chilly, though, mid-40s. Rain back for Wednesday night, possibly freezing rain late as temperatures drop down into low to mid-30s. Freezing rain and rain for Thursday, becoming mostly rain for the afternoon. Highs middle to upper 40s. Sunny, colder. Highs in the 20s Friday. I'm meteorologist Ken Boone with the Weather Channel. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets and Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. And the sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app and always locally at 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 out in Haywood County. And, of course, everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, live or on demand. And see us in the Ingalls studio on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. And you, can too, you too, can vote in uh, the Merry Madness Tournament. We're going to crown at the end of the week the greatest Christmas movie of all time. We've broken it down. It's It's Die Hard. It's Die Hard. It's It's the greatest Christmas movie of all time. We should all gather around the fireplace, get the kiddies together, fire up some Die Hard. Right. Maybe don't do that. We have already rolled through the Santa bracket. We are now in the Mrs. Claus bracket, ready for our uh, next installment of the matchups. Grinch has already moved on as the one seed or one of the one seeds over in the uh, Mrs. Claus bracket and Frosty the Snowman. That'll be a Sweet 16 matchup. And then what's the next one? The Year Without a Santa Claus and Jack Frost. Ah, Year Without a Santa Claus. Wow. And it's looking like we're going to have a bit of an upset. That is surprising to me. Jack Frost. Winning handily over the year without a Santa Claus. Man, not a lot of fans of the Heat Miser and the Snow Miser. What the? I mean, I know it's not the best of the Rankin Bass movies, but still, Jack Frost wasn't good. I was a, I, I was a little surprised, but I can't say as though I care. Right. This is one of those that I looked at and went, ah, whoever wins, wins. 
Uh, much like the uh, upcoming matchup between Bad Santa and whatever god-awful movie uh, it's going up against. Oh, it's Christmas with the Cranks, and oh, Bad Christmas Santa's going to win by a lot. Oh, yeah, as it should. And, and then it's going to threaten like It's a Wonderful Life. You mark my words. Just remember I said that. That's gross. Absolutely gross. We're going to be whittling these down uh, over the next hour or so. Get in the YouTube stream. Subscribe to the channel. Vote with us. Go to youtube.com slash the sportsocracy or go to the sportsocracy.com. We're in the middle of the power rankings for week 16 in the NFL. It is a power rankings Tuesday and we are into the top 11. Now these are, these are all teams that we still consider to be deep playoff contenders. No, 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 I would say I would say six of these teams have absolutely no shot of being a deep playoff contender. Maybe O-N? Yeah, you can get O-N from any team left. That's probably the safest way to say that. Okay. Because number 11 is the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, well. You were down 33 to nothing to a team with a quarterback who's old enough to be my dad and a coach that's not a coach. How'd you do that? I, oh, 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 he came back. I don't really care. I mean, I, I get that you came back. That's all hunky-dunky. I don't feel like you could walk away from that and go, we're good. Mm-hmm. We're, we're fine. I would just like to point out, I think you're you're beyond the age of saying that any NFL player could be your dad. Okay. Just, <laughs> I just don't pin my bunch check. Reality check here, Matt brother. Ryan's like four years older than me. I was okay? going to say, Matt Ryan would have had to have been some, doing some serious action. At five years old. Okay. Just. Okay. Minnesota continues to play with fire. And eventually we all know you're going to get burned. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just not very good. I mean, Justin Jefferson is is otherworldly. Other than that, what are you really scared of? Mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook's inconsistent. Great back when he's right. Problem is not right all, all that often. The defense. Mm-hmm. and your best win of the year you had to have it handed to you against my new york jets no i was gonna say the buffalo bills oh that's yeah. their best win I, of the year. see i always forget that one because I, I i feel like that was just a gift you that was gift wrapped and handed to you and you opened it yeah and maybe that's saying something that your second best win is against the j-e-t-s jets 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 not that jets are bad we just talked about the jets but it is what it is. You're going to be able to score a lot of points. I don't see much of a path of the Minnesota Vikings losing again before the playoffs. Could they? Sure. At the Green Bay Packers. Could happen. At the Green Bay Packers. Screams to me. That could be a loss. Mm-hmm. But the Minnesota Vikings, not what you wanted them to be. Or not what we believed. What we they once could, believed they could right, be. Right, what they could have been before this uh, little struggle stretch they've had here. Number 10. The Dallas Cowboys. I keep seeing all of these national power rankings with the Dallas Cowboys ranked in the top five. Yep, those are you, stupid. You guys do realize that this team just lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And now, should again, have lost to the Houston Texans the week before that. Right. They played close with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and then you go back a week before that, 
And I got to point out, it was a one-score game before the fourth quarter with the Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like having them that high on your power rankings is just a fool's errand. It's you're insane. playing into the narrative. It's you're insane. trying to get clicks. It's insane. Or you don't if want the If you're backlash. looking at me right now telling me the Dallas Cowboys are better than Baltimore Ravens, you're out of your mind. And any other team that's in front of them here. I have them at 10. I don't want to have them this high, if I'm being really honest. Your defense is awful. And I've said, this is not a, oh, well, we lost Jordan Lewis and we lost Anthony Brown. That didn't help anything. No. You weren't exactly a juggernaut before that. You're getting intoxicated on Micah Parsons, who is special. Name me the next player on that defense that you value to be special. Lawrence. Part-time Demarcus Lawrence. Awesome. Uh, if that's your t- – where would he fit on a legitimately daunting defense? Like the Buffalo Bills? That's a good example. Is he playing over Greg Rousseau? No. No. He'd be a rotational piece. There you go. It's everything you need to know. It's right there if you want to see it. Now, if you want to poke yourself in the eyes, great. But this has first-round playoff exit written all over it. Mm-hmm. Now, the only thing that you're going to be lucky about is that you're going to catch whoever wins the dog water NFC South. I don't think, but one of them could beat you, and they would need a copious amount of help to do so. Right. But do I believe Dak Prescott's not going to give that to you? No. No, I don't. And I love this narrative of, well, it it wasn't on Dak. It 100% was on Dak. It was 100% on Dak. Mm-hmm. I have come to the point with Dallas Cowboy fans and Dak Prescott of this is like that loser friend we all have who every girl he ever dates is crazy, and he can never introspectively look at himself and go, maybe it's me. I, I mean, at the very worst, you have a bad picker because every girl you pick is out of her mind. Or maybe you drive them crazy because you're kind of a dumpster fire. Dak Prescott's a solid six that's masquerading as a 10. You know it. I know it. Anybody with an IQ above salad dressing knows it. But that's to me. He's never going to be what you want him to be. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's that's Dallas Cowboys football in a nutshell. It is. Is that your fan base is so starved for relevance because of the, the, the dominating streak that you had in the 1990s that you want everything to be the biggest thing. We went through this with the Tony Romo era. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, he's 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 good, but he's not great, and he's not as good as you want him to be. And Dak Prescott came in, won some games, and then he's immediately the next greatest thing since Troy Eggman. All right, scale of 1 to 10, where would, you, where would you have put Tony Romo? 1 being Dogwater, 10 being Pat Mahomes. Uh, four and a half, five. Where would you put Dak Prescott? Four and a half, five? I would have said five and a half, six. But that was kind of the point I was trying to make of, I've already read this book. Right. I read this book one time before. CeeDee Lamb is your new Des Bryant because he is dynamic as he can be. Mm -hmm. And Dak Prescott's your new Tony Romo. We've done all this before. It's not new information. And this thought that Dan Quinn is just the saving grace of the defense no, he's not. 
these, these comebacks that we talked about with the Atlanta Falcons, who do you think the coach was? None of this should be surprising to you. Steven Tao in the comments on YouTube says uh, you can just call them the Dallas clickbait because that's what it is. The media knows where their bread is buttered and the Cowboys get clicks and views. So from now on, maybe we should just refer to them as the Dallas clickbait. Well, I mean, and that's part of it, but there's another part of, yes, they did just beat the sin out of Minnesota. And they've had a couple wins that you look at, and if you don't really pay attention, then they look good. Mm -hmm. Then you dig into it and go, there's nothing here. There's no foundation to this house. You do some flashy things, and if you don't watch these games, you only sit down and watch SportsCenter at 11 o'clock on Sunday night, then yeah, you think the Dallas Cowboys are great. Then you watch the games and go, this team makes me want to pull my hair out, and I don't even care. Right. Coming in at number 10 this week, it is the Dallas Cowboys, America's team. Number nine, the Baltimore Ravens. Mm, they're bad without Lamar Jackson. I mean, the Tyler Huntley thing, we're, are, 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 are we off of that? He's, he's, not, he's, not, a, he's not a backup. He's, he's not he's the not guy. He's not a backup. I mean, he's, he's not a great backup. He's a very good backup. And he's not the guy going forward. He's like, not the guy going forward, you, no. you, you, I feel like Lamar's absence has proved that, proved his value to this team. He's a good backup in this league. I think your problem goes deeper than Lamar. I think Greg Roman has overstayed his welcome here, and I've been saying that for three years. Yes. At some point, the message goes stale. And I can't for the life of me believe it's on John Harbaugh because I value him to be one of the three or four best coaches in this league. Mm -hmm. But if you're paying close enough attention, the defense is getting better at just the right time. You get Lamar back, and you got J.K. Dobbins back, the problem still comes in that you don't have that dynamic receiver that can take the top off the defense. Devin DuVernay, it's all well and good that he can run by people. He's not making anybody miss. Mm -hmm. He's straight line fast. There are a lot of guys that are straight line fast. And there's a value to that. I'm not saying he's not a good receiver. You don't have that guy. It's third and seven. I need seven yards to continue a drive. Outside of Mark Andrews, where am I going? Deshaun Jackson, mm -hmm. who let a ball bounce off his numbers and wind up in directly in the hands of a Cleveland Brown receiver or a cornerback, excuse me. That's the problem. Again, let me say this one more time because I said it to the Tennessee Titans. I said it to the Green Bay Packers. I've said it to a few other teams. If you go into a season with no weapons, do not be shocked when it ends this way. They need a guy. And I feel like Lamar Jackson is good enough in this league that there are dog receivers that would want to play with him. Mm -hmm. Because you are going to get open in ways that not every quarterback provides you the opportunity to do. But it's the good, Greg Roman thing's a problem. Yeah, it's a good thing that you draft well. They, uh, they draft better than any team in the league. I, I said this when I did the mock draft. You watch, they'll wind up with somehow Isaiah Foskey will fall directly in their lap. Who I don't love, but he shouldn't be there, and he will be, because that's what Baltimore does. But should you not go out and get a receiver? You should. I just don't know that one's going to be. The problem with Baltimore, and the reason that they haven't done this, mm -hmm. you have to get cute with Rashad Bateman or or whatever receiver you want to talk about. You're constantly picking at 25. Right. You, you know who's not there at 25? Sadie Lamb's not there at 25. The, these dynamic playmakers, they're not there. 
So you have to get cute, and that's when you wind up with the Hollywood Brown, who was very straight line fast, and that worked for a long time. Mm -hmm. But then you get a first-round pick out of it. That first-round pick looks pretty good now because Marquise Brown, you're seeing the limitations of him. Just for the sake of the whole, the the local hero narrative, maybe they can get one of those uh, Maryland wide receivers in the draft. Would they? Would they fit the the the, the spot that you're looking for? <sighs> that goes into the Rashad Bateman thing of I have no faith in Greg Roman or the staff to develop you. Gotcha. I, if, if I'm Baltimore, I'm going to go get the malcontent receiver. There's one every year. If you look back over mm -hmm. the last five years, there's been a top ten receiver in the league move every single year. Deontay year, Johnson. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, but I would be on the phone. As soon as somebody went to the media, as soon as they did that thing where they cleansed their Instagram or they cleansed their Twitter uh, of their team name, I'm on the phone. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, looking straight at those. Things. Mike Evans is one that's actually crossed my mind more than once. Mm -hmm. That has crossed my mind more than once. That 1,000-yard streak that Mike Evans has got going since he came into the league, <laughs> pretty much not going to happen. That's one so that, that has, might be enough to push him out the door with Tom Brady retiring. Oh, yeah, because I don't think he's looking at Kyle Trask going, yeah, that's my back nine. That's the back nine of my career is with Kyle Trask and Blaine Gabbert. Right. Baltimore needs a number one wide receiver. We'll get into the top eight next right here in the Sportsocracy. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingles. Low prices. Love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. When I finally drove the old car into the grave, I knew there was only one place I was going to go. Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville, home of the family plan. And yes, they treat you like family. I went in, told them what I was looking for, told them my budget, and in no time, I was signing the paperwork on my certified pre-owned vehicle. They have the area's largest selection on quality pre-owned vehicles and certified Nissans. They go through a 167-point inspection, so you know it's not going to let you down. They gave me the Carfax report, so I know the history of my vehicle. And the Fred Anderson family plan gives me things like oil changes and car washes and loaner cars if I have to have major work done on the car in the future. For me, buying a car has always been an intimidating thought. But the folks at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville made it super easy. Don't be like me. Don't wait till the last minute to get a deal done. Go to AndersonNissan.com or stop by the showroom at 629 Brevard Road. And don't forget to mention we sent you from the Sportsocracy and get a $250 bonus on your trade-in at Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. It is the Sportsocracy, and get on the YouTube stream with us now. The YouTube, go to YouTube.com slash The Sportsocracy, subscribe to the channel, and you can get in on the Merry Madness bracket with us, choosing the greatest of all time Christmas movie over the next few days of the program here. We will unveil the greatest of all time coming up 
on Friday. We're rolling through the first round of the tournament to whittle this 32-movie uh, field down to 16. And we have Charlie Brown Christmas has won. They, it moves on to the next round. And also, it's going to be a big margin of victory for It's a Wonderful Life against The Ref. Uh, so this will be two movies that you put in the field that got absolutely smoked because you put your thumb on the scale. If you'd have put this against Bad Santa, it'd have won because it's funnier than Bad Santa by a mile. It's cute that you think that. I do. Half the people that have responded to this didn't even know what that movie was. Well, that's that's their fault, not mine. You're missing out. If you haven't seen it, it's a great movie. It's one of the best out there. You looking for that off-the-wall comedy for the holidays? The Ref is a great choice. So, you put it against It's a Wonderful Life. Of course it's not going to win. Uh, it would have gotten smoked by Bad Santa, too. And yeah. I'm actually getting ready to prove that. Yeah. Yeah. No. Anyhow, it's the Sportsocracy. Uh, vote on the best Christmas movies. As I said, end of the week, we will be... Finding out which one is the greatest of all time. Power rankings rolling on here with the number eight team in week 16. The Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers won a close one this past week with the Tennessee Titans. And the Titans continue to fall. Meanwhile, is this a surge from the Los Angeles Chargers? Or is this just, nah, they're teasing us? I, I mean, look, it's a very talented team. No, nobody's ever disputed that. It, it's just, can you get past the coaching? And I do feel like as time's going on, Brandon Staley's doing less risky, really stupid things. He's always going to lean on the analytics. I'm fine with that. You just have to not be stupid. You have to look at yourself and go, I have one of the five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Lean on that. Mm-hmm. lean on that it's really not that hard now you also got lucky that miami apparently looked at your defense that can't stop the run and went i don't want to run i just don't want to do it mm-hmm. <clears throat> which he's now done three times <laughs> uh the chargers though winning with the last second field goal from dicker the kicker 17 14 over the tennessee titans they are now in playoff position and uh, I, I, I got to see you do it. I want to see you get into the playoffs. And right now, if the season ended today, they would be matched up against Kansas City. I feel like that is a, a team that Kansas City would not want to have to play. No. Every time they play, it's close. Yeah. I, I don't know that I would... I don't know that I could take you to win that. But there's also a possibility that you're uh, they would be matched up with Cincinnati, by the way. Um, oh, Cincinnati. Oh, that could be fun. That could be fun as well. So they'd be matched up against Cincinnati. I, th- I think I would take them against the number. I would probably take them against the number. I would not take them to win. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, look, this is a team that desperately needs to get in the playoffs because you need this year of experience, this year of preparing for a playoff game, getting into it, feeling the emotions. Do I think you're going to make a deep run? No. 
but this is the next step. Mm-hmm. You've seen it with the Buffalo Bills. Does anybody in the AFC really want to play the Los Angeles Chargers in the playoffs? No. No. Except maybe the Tennessee Titans, who are like, well, at least we can run on you. That's You're the one team that we can really run on. Yeah, well, yeah, but it didn't matter. No. It didn't matter this past week. Correct. So the Los Angeles Chargers coming in at number eight. Number seven. The Detroit Lions. It's a fun team. It's really fun, and I love the fact that they have gone on this little six out of seven streak here after starting out the year. What was it? One and one and five, or whatever it was. And now they've won six out of seven, and they're in prime position to make the playoffs. I mean, you look at the schedule. You play at the Panthers this week. Mm-hmm. Win. That should be a win. Play the Bears next week. Win. And then you got one in Lambo. Win. That one I don't feel as good about as you do. I'm but even even with that, nine and eight's probably getting you in. Mm-hmm. Green Bay's not a team that scares me. Would I be a little more scared after seeing the defense this uh, on Monday Night Football last night? Maybe. But again, they were playing the god-awful Los Angeles Rams, so I don't know how much to put into that. Detroit's fun. That offense and the defense moves, is getting better, and the defense is getting better. And I think that I think they've caught something here. Uh, Amonra St. Brown has broken two records. I, I would have to look in my notes to see what they were. He's the first receiver in NFL history to have two different high water marks. They both have to do with receivers having rushing yards. He's just a very dynamic weapon. Mm-hmm. You mix that with DJ Chark, Jamison Williams. Uh, it's not a team that anybody wants to see right now. No, not at all. All right, so you're calling it already. It's a wonderful life. Oh, against the ref. Was, that was a smoking. And That's by the way, check the comments. It would have been the same thing against Bad Santa. What I should have done is, as a playing game, had your Emmett Otter's jug band, whatever that nonsense was, against the ref just to say, okay, vote for the one you've heard of. <laughs> uh it's it's okay it's okay they're not among the i I mean they're not going to beat the greatest movies of all time but they're still good holiday fun so it's a wonderful life moves on to the sweet 16 and now we're on to the santa claus versus the polar express Ooh, that's a close matchup i don't think it's going to be it should be I don't think it's going to be, but it's it shouldn't be a, a landslide. Mm-hmm. It's not. Have you uh, even seen Polar Express? It's not Cletus Raccoon's uh, Hillbilly Christmas or whatever the nonsense was. You stop. That's the most popular Christmas movie in West Virginia, and you know it. It's the most popular Christmas movie involving otters. That's about all I'm going <laughs> to give you. Santa Claus versus Polar Express. Vote now on the YouTube stream, youtube.com slash the sportsocracy. Subscribe to the channel and vote now. And it's time for the most important message of the day, Jeremy, which is not the ref is better than bad Santa. Which or, it's not. And it it's is. not even close. Uh, Emmett Otter is uh, the best Muppet Christmas movie. And it's not even close. The message. Don't do crimes. 
And who's shocked that, 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 that crimes have happened in Florida? An Avon Park man facing grand theft charges after he was caught trying to steal merchandise from the Universal Orlando Resort on November the 11th. Now, somebody stealing from a resort gift shop is not, that's not completely just over the top. But what is to me is that, all right, so this guy was spotted on the in-store cameras looking at a, a pin set. So I guess this is just like commemorative pins from Universal Orlando, and he apparently didn't want to pay for it. So they followed him on the little security camera walking around the store. He picked it up and at one point just slipped it into his pocket. They went to the guy before he could get out of the store and said, can you give me the pin set, please? We saw you stick that in your pocket. Well, apparently he didn't want to give it up. So they got the guy into a room where the police came and the guy's wife went with him into the room. Now his wife is in a wheelchair and she was covered up by a How the Grinch Stole Christmas blanket. And as they were interviewing the guy about stealing the uh, pin collector's set, the cops noticed something weird about the wheelchair and under the blanket, which they did not pay for was three bags full of merchandise totaling $774 in merchandise that they were trying to sneak out in the woman's wheelchair under a blanket that they also stole from the resort. What's that thing you always say when you... Uh, when, if you're going to rob a bank, don't yeah. start running red lights. Exactly. Like, you were trying to steal $800 worth of merchandise, and you thought you'd give them the old uh, razzle-dazzle by throwing them off with the pin set? Come on. My story comes from the Port of Cincinnati. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officers earlier this month seized a gigantic illegal shipment of sildenafil. Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is? And that's Viagra, isn't it? It is. We run those commercials way too much. A hundred percent. Pfizer. Uh, I mean, don't read too much into that, at least for me. Officers found 28,000 pills of the prescription drugs in two shipments of pins. A third shipment contained 700 packets of jelly laced with the drug. I'm going to choose to not ask what you do with that because I have a feeling I don't want to know. Do you know what that's worth? No clue. $560,000. And it was headed for a residence in Snellville, Georgia. Okay. Things go slower in Snellville. Here's my question. How exactly are you going to throw the neighbors off the scent when you have a pallet of Viagra dropped off at your house? Oh, the- like, uh, I mean, because there's a lot of there's a lot of it here, so it's not like the neighbors are not going to notice. Uh, sorry, George, just rebuilding the deck. But up, up, see what it did there. I did. See what it did. I did. See what it did. 
I mean, if you I, got another one, you got another one to throw out there. Come on, jokes. Oh, I've got forty of them. Uh, most of them would be Elemento fired. So uh, I pushed my luck. Now I'm going to back off. So I think I'm okay. I just wonder if the perpetrators are going to have to serve hard time. But I'm pumped. You're in the sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville Power Rankings for Week 16. Continue next. The Ingalls Giving Tree benefiting Mana Food Bank will be on display at Asheville Outlets. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all local Ingalls locations or donate online. Help Ingalls Markets, iHeartRadio, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this season. Losing 90 pounds in one year is something that you can do with PhD Weight Loss Program. PhD helped me change my life. Turn it all around in just one year, and now's the time to make your plan for the upcoming year. You got weight loss on your mind? Maybe you should go to myphdweightloss.com. I did not have copious amount of weight to lose. I had always just been a little husky. Those fun buzzwords that we use for people that are just a little doughy. Just under a year on this plan, I'm back to my high school weight. All of my knee pain, back pain is gone, and I'm sleeping like a baby, and it's thanks to the planning program of PhD Weight Loss. They will give you the plan, give you the steps for success. All you got to do is follow it. It's very easy, very convenient. You have no excuse not to check them out. One of the best things about the program is that they have a support system unlike any other out there. They're with you every step of the way to encourage you along your journey. At MyPhDWeightLoss.com, it's MyPhDWeightLoss.com. Since man created roads, they've been looking for ways to get off-road and vehicles to take them there. That's where Outlaw Off-Road comes in. A premier off-road center for Jeeps, trucks, and SUVs with a complete lineup of off-road and overland services, including maintenance and repair to make your vehicle all that it can be. Check out their location right here in western North Carolina at 85 Avery Creek Road. Call them today at 828-974-8480 or visit them on the web at theoutlawoffroad.com. The sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. All right, our latest matchup has been settled in the barely Mary Madness tournament. I told you this was going to be close. I am shocked how close that was. The Santa Claus moves on to the next round after a scare from the upstart Polar Express. So basically, uh, the Santa Claus was the Kentucky of this bracket. Just get terrified, and then you survive. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. Santa Claus will be moving on to the next round, and they will... Oh, oh, that one will have to face up against It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, no, it won't. No, it won't? It's the Holiday or Scrooged, which is our next matchup. Oh, okay. Who? Which one's facing Wonderful the Life? The final one, which is Bad Santa versus uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Ugh, gross i can't wait for you to see the scare that bad santa gives uh it's a wonderful life because i won't be shocked if it beats it Mm-mm. i'll be as a matter of fact i'll kind of be surprised if it doesn't if it I, I mean if it does this whole thing's a shame you have to remember the audience if if it does this whole thing has been a sham you have to remember your audience mm-hmm. sophomoric humor is what we do <laughs> again it does it's a sham the holiday versus scrooged you can vote now on the youtube stream go to the uh, sportsocracy.com click on that live video link subscribe to the channel and vote 
in the matchup. Now, let's move on. In the power rankings this week, at number six, the Miami Dolphins. Ah, yes. Tua Tungavailoa, Jalen uh, Waddle, the Penguin, like the Penguin and the Cheetah. Come on. We're really, we're really going to adopt the Penguin. Oh, yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, but look, fun. Miami represented themselves well in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah they're a fun story. But you, I, I'm starting to think the Dolphins and the Chargers have the exact same problem. You have a coach that overthinks himself a lot. Mm-hmm. Now, Miami has some deficiencies uh, roster-wise that I'm not so sure the Chargers do. Uh, that offensive line seems to just be perpetually hurt. Mm-hmm. But it falls on Mike McDaniel, and I think you're seeing the inexperience as a play caller. He gets away from the run entirely too easily. I mean, and the 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 worst part of it is he does it when they're succeeding at it. It's one thing to get away from the run when you're averaging two point four yards a carry. Mm-hmm. When you're averaging six, now I'm going to need you to explain yourself, right? And I've now seen him do that three times. I think that bites you in the playoffs. It probably will. Still, the the thing that's going to bite them is the defense. Just like the Los Angeles Chargers. This team is, these teams are so equivalent to me. I agree. Your defense is going to let you down. Your offense can can keep you hanging with anybody. Problem is, your defense is going to let them hang with you. So my, I'm going to ask a question, mm-hmm. and it's going to sound ridiculous when I say it, mm-hmm. but it's the, it is the thing I struggled the most with the Miami Dolphins. Would it shock you if they went 0-3 in their last three? Okay, who do they got? Packers. Uh, yes. It would shock you if they lost Aaron Rodgers. Yes. It would shock you if Aaron Rodgers outsmarted Mike McDaniel in a game that's close late. That would shock you. Yeah. I don't think you understand what the word shock it's, it's It's not It's not Aaron Rodgers. It's uh, Matt LaFleur. Oh, it's adorable that you think Matt LaFleur has virtually anything to do with this at this point. What I saw last night, Aaron Rodgers went, we're doing this my way. <laughs> uh, at the Patriots. I didn't say the Patriots were good. No, You're in Foxborough in January. Yeah. yeah, at the Patriots, this could be tough. And then what could potentially be a win in your end against the New York Jets? Depends on who the quarterback is. I'm not sure I care. And do you realize if they do that, they will have gone 0-6 in their last six games? Mm-hmm. But would it shock you? Nah. It wouldn't shock me in the least. It would a little bit. It wouldn't shock me in the least. This is a team that is doing the exact opposite of what the high-end teams in this conference are doing. Cincinnati is getting better. Buffalo is getting better. Kansas City Chiefs, minus playing the Texans, are getting better. Mm -hmm. Miami is not. They have stayed stagnant for two months. I, I have a funny feeling about Miami. I could be wrong. They could win two of those three, wind up as the five or the six seed in the AFC. I think that's the more likely path. I, but I also don't think they're much of a threat to to any of the high-end teams. Could you beat the Titans? Sure. Mm-hmm. Could you beat anybody else? I don't think so. At number five. The Kansas City Chiefs. Feels low. It's not. It feels low. It's not. It's not. And if this feels low, wait, he says next. What what scares you about Kansas City? I feel like you pat Mahomes well. Mm-hmm. When I get to what else do you do well? I don't really have a good answer for that. They run well sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
They get pressure. Sometimes. Mm. Stats say they get pressure a lot. Well, because teams are throwing all the time. That's uh, Don't look at look at the pass rush win rate, which is not great. It's mm. middle of the league. Yeah, you're going to get a ton of sacks because teams have to throw on you all the time. And you have Chris Jones, who's a dynamic pass rusher. Mm-hmm. The problem is that you don't do it consistently. And you have let uh, – now, the, the Houston game is not really bothering me that much. I mean, no, you shouldn't let the worst team in the NFL stick with you like that. No. But I also feel like you just glossed right over it thinking you would show up and win. Mm-hmm. Teams do that every single week. They're 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 not they're not blowing out teams that they should, and to me that matters. When you, when got, you look at the five teams left, do they have a better receiving core than any of them? Oh no! Do they have a better defense than any of them? No. That's where I fall in with Kansas City. You have Andy Reid, which nobody else has. Mm-hmm. You have Pat Mahomes, which nobody else has. But I feel like the difference between those two. And your defense to everybody else's, well, that's a bigger discrepancy. And then number four. The Philadelphia Eagles. I want to disagree with you here. But you can't. I I really can't. The limitations that, that, that Nick Sirianni gives this team. I, I mean, this past weekend was just. Maddening. Ma- yeah, absolutely. That's a great word for it is absolutely maddening. Yes, you had the lead. You know, you you were you were never really in doubt of losing the game. And the fact that Jalen Hurts got hurt does concern me. But you don't have to play him the rest of the year. You can sit him until the mm-hmm. playoffs and be just fine. Probably not going to lose the number one seed. Definitely not going to lose the division. No. So. Would that concern you, Jalen Hurts, just coming back for the playoffs? No. That, that's not the problem. My problem is that head-to-head, do I see you beating any of the three AFC teams in front of you? Or any of the three teams in front of you? Two in the mm-hmm. AFC, one in the NFC. Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. I, I don't. I, I think this is a really good team that plays in a interestingly bad division for what their records say they are. And I feel like it's it's completely making people it, – it is changing the way people look at Philadelphia, but nobody can give me a tangible reason of why. Mm-hmm. So you can destroy bad defenses. Okay. I I get that. In a shootout with Joe Burrow, who am I taking? It's Joe Burrow and it's not close. Mm-hmm. And, and there was a, a story on the cover of OutKick this morning. These running quarterbacks have shown you Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields in the last 14 days, the limitation of this because they're all three dinged up. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a problem. And I'm looking at Nick Sirianni, who just took one of the most dynamic running backs in the NFL in a game that should have been a cakewalk. He didn't have a touch in the first third of the game. Meanwhile, Jalen Hurts had run eight times. Mm-hmm. That is not sustainable especially in a game with a team that shouldn't even be they shouldn't even be in your class this should have been over at halftime yes and yet you found a way to make this competitive mm-hmm. and I, I just i feel like nick sirianni is a limitation you're in the sportsocracy it's espn Asheville. we have one matchup left to go 
It's Bad Santa and Christmas with the Cranks. In the first round of the Merry Madness Tournament on Friday, we will uh, we will have our winner of the greatest Christmas movie of all time, according to the Sportocracy listeners. Go right now to YouTube. You can vote on uh, the last matchup of the day. Scrooged beats the holiday and moves on to the next round. The Ingalls Giving Tree, benefiting Mana Food Bank, will be on display at Asheville Outlets as a reminder of the needs of so many families in western North Carolina. Drop off non-perishable items in the donation barrels at all Ingalls locations. Donate online or at the Ingalls Giving Tree at Asheville Outlets so Mana Food Bank can reach everyone who needs help. Nothing can hold back the holiday spirit of giving in western North Carolina. Please help Ingalls Markets, iHeartRadio, WLOS, and the Asheville Citizen Times ensure Mana Food Bank can fill thousands of empty plates this season. Everyone's heard about the housing market and this being the best time to sell a house in years, but the same thing applies to cars. Whether you're looking to buy a car, trade in, or sell that car in the driveway collecting dust, Fred Anderson Nissan of Asheville wants to buy your car. They have two on-site managers that work with Kelly Blue Book to give you top dollar for your vehicle. You can even have your car appraised instantly at AndersonNissan.com. Stop in and visit them today at 629 Brevard Road, Nashville, or call them at 828 Three six five one six six three. We are back in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, ninety two point nine FM, eight eighty AM, and fourteen hundred. The Merry Madness tournament wrapping up the first round. With the latest matchup, vote now or forever holds your peace on the first round. Bad Santa against Christmas with the Cranks. I'm going to say I like Bad Santa's chances. Uh, yeah, because you masked it up against one of those. The only the, the, wor- the only other movie you could have masked it up with that would have been an easier matchup is uh, uh, Deck the Halls. Uh, or The Ref. Or your uh, uh, Ernest, Stop that. Uh, Ernest Beaver's... Uh, the mullet band Christmas, <laughs> which is your favorite, and you know it. <sighs> I'm out on varmints. Yeah, and and yes, Patrick Holt, you are the only one that would vote for Christmas with the Cranks because that movie was terrible. Huh. You know how bad that movie is. I voted for Bad Santa, and I don't like that movie. Which is just it's bizarre. I will not be shocked if Bad, bad Santa, Santa beats. Bad Santa wishes it was the Bad News Bears. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm going to say it doesn't. It's the best Billy Bob Thornton movie outside of Sling Blade. Mm. You're not done that, Indeed. you boy. Uh, power mm. rankings for week 16. We're down to the top three. We just had the Kansas City Chiefs at five, the Philadelphia Eagles at four. Number three, the San Francisco 49ers. That defense is just so good that I don't care who plays quarterback for this team. You're going to be in every game that you play. And if Christian McCaffrey continues to have his, uh, to, to have good health, as we all wish him well, this team could win the Super Bowl. It's a very good defense. It's a very good running attack. And it's the best play caller in the NFL. And Brock Purdy has given them something that I'm not sure Jimmy Garoppolo did. Mm-hmm. Now, could that be they're limiting him and it's a lot more misdirection? And, sure. I don't care why it's happening. What you have I just to do. care that it's happening. 
we're not going to put this on uh, Brock Purdy's shoulders and ask him to do too much. Bingo. With exactly what we're asking him to do, it couldn't have gone any better than it okay. has. Number two, the Buffalo Bills. Ugh. Stop that. Stop what? Buffalo Bills should be back to one, in my opinion. Uh, I disagree. I mean, so, uh, what exactly did Cincinnati do that should have taken them out of the top spot? Uh, you looked awful for in a quarter, the first half. For a quarter. And then they freight trained you. Mm-hmm. you know, they outscored you 31 to nothing. I get it. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, the Minneapolis or the Minnesota Vikings just outscored the Indianapolis Colts 39 to three in the second half. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it, it, it didn't make me feel good about where they were. Mm-hmm. I, I don't care that you allowed two touchdowns early. Woo. Woo. Well, while you have two corners that are hurt. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. That offense is insane. Uh, which is why Cincinnati is number one. Cincinnati number one. So the Buffalo Bills, what is it? Is it the turnovers that are going to cost yes. them? We all keep coming as back. As long as Josh thing. Allen keeps car- carrying a football around like it's a loaf of bread, that's always going to bother me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that he's ever going to stop. I mean, you're, well, I mean, four, we talked about, you're four full years in here. Right, this we, is who you are. Right. We, Five ta- full years we talked here. about this year in and year out with one other quarterback from history. It was Michael Vick extremely mobile quarterback who just didn't take care of the football and always carried it out away from his body bare you know trying to palm it like a basketball like that's that's not how you're gonna win games with loose ball security look any of the five teams in the top five can win the super bowl if i if gun to my head right now i had to pick one i'm taking the cincinnati Bengals. okay offense is terrifying the defense is good i get it they're they're very well coached on the defensive side and the talent just outweighs the coaching on the offensive side i get it so there's your power rankings for week 16 in the nfl still got the cincinnati Bengals at number one you're in the sportsocracy here on espn Asheville. bad santa will move on easily as well it should have of course again when jeremy puts his thumb on the scale of course, he's going to get his way. I didn't put my so. <laughs> I, I threw it out in the chat. It would have smoked your ref. It would have smoked your your jug band moonshine whiskey river Christmas or whatever that stupid varmint movie is. You still don't have an appreciation for the River Bottom Nightmare Band, and it makes me makes me sad that you missed out on that in your childhood. Ah, soggy bottom boys got to beat. <laughs> All right, week 16 power rankings in the books. We'll be back with you right here on ESPN Asheville tomorrow at 3 o'clock. Uh, have the uh, the Battle for the Belts invitations gone out yet? Uh, they will go out after the show. Okay, going out after the show today. So, uh, Battle for the Belt, we will be whittling down uh, the final set. Well, I mean, I guess there's no more whittling down. It is now the final 16, and over the next two weeks, we will crown a champion. In the DFS contest, the winner gets the prize pack. Uh, I mean, the hey, the winner a, that's not Jeremy gets the prize pack. Uh, uh, I gave back twenty points that I had uh, I had earned just to make sure I was not the one seed going into this because I don't want any excuses. And if uh, if Jeremy wins, he gets to keep the belt. And uh, we'll just continue to say, please, somebody else win this thing. We'll see you back here tomorrow at three.